0: Thanks for tuning in to the No Mercy TV podcast. All donations are greatly appreciated. Whatever you can spare, whether it's $1, $2, whatever you can to help this platform get to a better place. Thanks for tuning in.
1: You are now watching (laughs) No Mercy TV.
2: Yes, (laughs) son.
0: With Jesse Regan, we have a special guest on the show.
2: Without, without, it's your boy Fudge F U D G E, funny, unique, the gentleman, entertainer.
0: Okay, so Jesse, you're the one that you know set this up. You know, explain your
1: history and your background with him and everything. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this is my boy John. I call, well, I know him as John, but it's yeah. Fudge, the comedian on YouTube. Um, you allowed to use your real name right,
0: young Oh, yeah, your John K.
1: Rickenback, right? Rickenback Jr. is the acting <laughs> name. Okay, that's you don't
0: right. got a warrant or nothing? Nah,
1: right? No, no, no.
0: No police looking for <laughs> nah, you. That's a marriage okay. license, that's good, <laughs> <right>. <laughs>
2: good.
1: All right, but yeah, Jesse. Uh, yeah, so, this is my boy, man. So, he w- we went to uh, Nassau together. We did a play together. <laughs> freaking. And on then one day I'm watching BET. I
2: see this guy on there with his cousin.
1: I'm like, what the fuck is this guy So then I see him on MTV's Yo Mama. And then I, um, so the, we found each other on Twitter somehow and I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Yo, I seen you do your thing on your mama. He's like, yo, that's crazy. You do Battle rap arena. I watch Battle rap, right? And he's like, i be watching Spec all the time. Yeah. Then, then recently I saw him on Crashing, uh, with another HBO comedy show by Judd Apatow. Yeah, Pete Holmes was the host. So, and he, you know, he played a pretty decent part in there too. Like he had two episodes. And even did a little stand-up there too, right? Yeah, man. So uh, so I told him, yo, you want to come on this No Mercy podcast? He said, yeah, let's go. When and where? Then I told him when and where, and he said, I can't make it. So then <laughs> that's the Hollywood, Hollywood talk. That's the yeah. Hollywood. Nah. So then, uh, we rescheduled it. <laughs> yeah, the next day, I made it. it oh, nah, but, um, yeah, man, it was nice seeing you too, man. We were sharing memories, too, of, like, they, yeah. but, uh, good seeing you, bro. Yeah, man, thank God for having me. Definitely,
0: mm-hmm. no problem, man, no, no problem. Right. All right, see you later. No, I'm joking. See
1: you later on the internet, like, God damn. That would be funny as hell as we love to-
0: He's about to give us a surf <laughs> in the video. <laughs> <laughs> you <know>, I surf right <laughs>
2: for 30 seconds day. Jersey. Jersey.
0: Jersey. That's a meme of
1: Amityville. Damn, Amityville. Y'all from. Damn. Yeah. Lenalillo from Amityville.
2: Yeah. Is, t- is that whole um, thing like real? Yeah, for the most part, I guess. I mean, it was. Amityville was fun, man. I love growing up in Amityville. No, he Amityville. meant to haunt Amityville. No, man. I know. I know. I know I, I, <laughs> They had cookouts over there and everything. That's one of the places I didn't think Black people lived. Like, how we was all up in there. There was no, the north side and then the south side. It's, it's a hood out there. Yeah, you know, oh, is oh, that how many
1: feel mostly mm
2: Hmm. Yeah, I south side with a ghost star. That's where the uh, white people. are. Scott <laughs> <laughs> white people Scott's with a ghost star. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Right, this a piece of information for me. I didn't know that. You got was <laughs> forgive him he's from Harlem. Yeah. Right. yeah, I
0: did certain places that I'll be like, yo, I don't think black people was from there. But when I got into battle rap, mm-hmm. that's where I learned, like Hempstead and yeah. all those different places.
2: Like, I, I awesome did Yeah, oh, I know. Told... Oh, you mad because I'm styling though. <laughs> 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 that
1: was my boy. I did a, few, I did a battle on his lead.
2: Did G you hear <laughs> Yeah, I kind of did. That's a little story. No, sleep. <laughs> oh, somebody else got punched yeah. on his league. Oh, that's. Yeah. Mike P. I oh, yeah. I was
1: hosting that battle. You was? I forgot about that. Yeah. I hosted the Mike P battle. Sheesh. Wait, the dude Haitian? No, Mike P Mike P the white guy. No, the punch. What was he called?
2: Oh back? yeah, it was he a Haitian guy, yeah. Yeah, his name was Haitian. I no, 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 it wasn't no, no. It was on no. the program. It was on the E and J dude. Okay. Um, I remember it. It movies. was on
1: major moves DVD. Yeah,
2: yeah. I remember seeing that
1: battle the punch was mad soft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was it was. In, in the building it was super soft, but the funny part about it was the late reaction Mike P did. This dude was like a mile away, and made PC said, Where's he at? Where's he at? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm standing there like, He's the cow halfway home. But <laughs> right. you know what's
2: crazy? Um, I know we're going back into uh, our oh, old they, Nassau days, but he actually yeah, yeah. worked at Costco with Danny. The dude stuff stuffed my feet. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, our boy from uh, Nassau worked at Costco with with Mike P. Oh, yeah. oh
0: wow. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, is, he is famous for that whole Costco thing. He was actually, Yeah, I think he was on the radio or something and somebody shouted him out like, yeah, Mike from Costco, help me
1: bag my groceries or something like that. I forgot what it was, but I was like, "I oh, think." He's season. good people, though. But let, let's get into your career before we yeah, get to Battle Rap. So, you know, I know you're from Nassau. Mm-hmm. You do a, a, a BT show mm-hmm. where little JJ is found, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, and the BT show, it, it didn't go over too well for you. Mm-hmm. Because with your, cousin, your cousin's still doing it? Those was your two cousins um, you did it with, right?
2: Well, they were, they were um, childhood friends of mine, um, Adrian McCready and, and Nigel Fulton, who actually is a um, actually a comedian now. He was in a, he played Bismarcky and Roxanne Roxanne on Netflix. Oh, sure. Yeah, so he's, he's he's doing good, but um, yeah, that whole thing was, that was a setup, man. <laughs> Comic, coming to the stage was the name of the show. Um, we were kind of raw as far as comedy. We were a sketch comedy group in churches, so right off the bat, you know, we were there with a whole bunch of stand-up comedians, so right off the bat, we were at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Um, what ended up happening was, it was set up for... You know, like a coming out party for little JJ. Okay. Um, you know, which is cool because they wanted the people to watch it. They Actually, some great comedians was on the show. Um, and yeah, it was one of those things where we got to go on TV and got to realize like, you know what, there's more to this. And so at the time, the other two guys that I was with, you know, they wasn't feeling it because of how it went down. But I felt like I could do it. You know, I got a taste of it, so I was like, man, I'm gonna do this. Okay, so that's why I stuck with it and then you know I started doing stand-up on my own and that's when stuff started you know happening around 2004
1: so okay. now, now stand-up is, is kind of like the in boxing also you need to build your own fan base right? Fact. you have to s- sell a certain amount of tickets mm-hmm. and bad raps look like that in the mm-hmm. way too so, we do tennis um so did you, so like what was the required, was it hard for you to ask Yo, can you come check me out? Did you have to hustle your ticket sales too? Well, the
2: thing about it, especially for going from Long Island, um, people say like, if you want to be a comedian in New York, you gotta come out here to mm-hmm. the city. But what is hard is, especially in you, you in college, you' young man, you you know you're not making that much bread, and usually your friends aren't either. So to get them to take a Long Island Railroad plus a subway and play fifteen dollars for the show plus a two drink minimum for you to get two minutes. Yeah, You know that justice was discouraging so it wasn't until, like I almost gave up completely, yeah. but it wasn't until um, actually on that same audition for coming to the stage like years later this y- this girl named uh, G.L. Douglas, um, she was real nervous on the line we were behind her and um, this was for the season two and so we were just being nice to her encouraging her or whatever. So what ended up happening was, she introduced me, she actually got put on by Alonzo Hamburger Jones, who was like a Def Jam. Hamburger. Hamburger. Hey, yeah, hamburger! hamburger! So, she vouched for me, like we went on a three-way, that's how old it was, three-way, Sheesh. and she was like, yeah, um, this guy is real funny, can you put him on? So I had, my parents actually drove me to, um, it was Ir- Irvington, New Jersey. Okay, Irvington, yeah. Yeah, and um. And it was at this like freaking, like a art gallery. And I got to perform in front of Hamburger and that's how I actually got my start. I met my mentor, he actually became my mentor as well as Sean Sarvis, who was actually a Christian comedian and he actually
1: got me my first professional show in 2004 and then I've been working ever since. I gotta show you a, a a YouTube clip of Howard Stern. The interview with Norm McDonald. Oh, yeah. and they're talking about hamburger. They're yeah, like, he's really a guy.
2: He'll you know, say every joke and say hamburger. But <laughs> oh, yeah. and he still he still works, and he's still like he's one of the guys. He taught me how to write uh, jokes. He gave me like the history about comedy, and not a lot of OGs do that. Yeah. So I was fortunate enough to get with somebody that was twenty years in the game at the time. Like now, he's like over forty now. But um, wow. he actually. Because he he came in the game with Bernie Mac, Chris Tucker, JB Smoove, like all these guys that are big time, like they stayed on his couch, like Uptown Comedy Club. I don't know if y'all remember that. when Tracy Morgan got his start. Yeah, yeah. That was like before Mad TV and all that stuff used to come on. Okay. And and he actually showed how they got onto Def Jam. Like he had old tapes, old pictures. Wow. So let me
0: ask you something. Um, the ge- the generation <laughs> yeah. gap as far as comedy goes. Is it similar excuse to me. how, like, hip-hop is as far as, like, the OGs only really mess with the, the young dudes? Like, is it
2: really that prevalent in comedy? Excuse me. Um, this weather's killing me. Um, the OGs now, like, it was like that back in the day. Okay. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <coughs> right. It was like that back in the day, but... Um, what ended up happening was now a lot of the young comedians who are blowing up on social media mm-hmm. are getting a lot more opportunities okay. so now the older heads are like using that opportunity to you know get in to start writing for those guys or help them to do you know to get their demographic so they kind of see it as a middle ticket yeah. in a sense for themselves okay. exactly so you okay. see a lot of those guys like a major hype or like just anybody you see that's, that's prevalent on social media they get a lot of the old answers like Yo, they're gonna try to get on the bandwagon or if there's oh, any yeah. comic that is doing well they want to latch on to them you know what I'm saying there is something I want to touch on too
1: though you're, you're a religious comedian right? Mm-hmm. Your, your religion, um, your churches yeah I call myself now like a I'm a Christian crossover
2: comedian so what that means is I started off in the church that's what I um, grew up in my mom's a pastor that's that's not going to change what I, what, no matter where I'm at so you know, I'm, I'm not shy about it. You know, I talk about it. And, um, but when I say Christian crossover, meaning I am a Christian who is a comic and I actually talk about real life issues. So okay. I talk about everything. So this, cause whether I'm Christian or not, I still go through stuff as a man. So, yeah, you know, so by being crossover, like now you see me on HBO shows, you see me on BET, you see me on MTV. But, I, you know, I maintain a sense of, you know, integrity, you know, I don't curse in my, my set, you know, you know, I go, I tip the tightrope, which is uh, art for me, you know, it's fun, makes it fun, so, yeah, I, I hold that down to my heart, but yeah. How hard
0: is it to do what you do and not be as, like, raunchy and, you know, just have the, the same foul language that everybody else has, like,
2: is it easy for you to do that? Yeah, it's easy for me, because I grew up with it. it okay. wasn't, and it wasn't something that, <clears throat> excuse me, that I had to do, it was just something like my dad. Who's like the funniest guy I know? He's not a comedian though, but he was just like, I don't curse, and you see how I'm funny. Oh. So that was more what it was. It was an ode to him. And you know, and I have a lot of like, I love doing stuff for <coughs> excuse me. children. I'm getting over cold. <laughs> Children, um, doing stuff for children, you know, comics, uh, comedy for them, and teaching and stuff like that. So I want to be clean. So just in case if they stumble on something and be like, dang, I can't watch this, you know. Okay, so okay. I just try it's like one of those things, and, and it sets me apart. Yeah. Because people yeah. would be like, you know, everybody. Because, like, for instance, it was a show I did. Everybody was cussing, suck this, eat this. You know, I'm doing this. Sucking on this. What you doing with that? <laughs> and so, and I came and did my set. People didn't realize I didn't curse. Okay. But they remembered everything that I said. And then somebody was like, you know, you even curse the whole time. And it wasn't something that I was like, <coughs> oh, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm just going to be, like, the squeaky clean guys. It's just, I didn't find the need to. Okay. That, that's,
0: that's one of those things that, like... You have to be really good at what you do for people to not notice it until after. Yeah. Like if you're doing the set and you're not cursing, like me, I would notice it. But if you're funny, I'm not even gonna be focused on that. I'm yeah, just gonna, yeah. you know, focus on how good the content
1: is, you understand? So Yeah, that's dope. I but I you know, I want in the same token though I wanted to ask you like another question. Like one of my <coughs> favorite comedians is Doug Stanhope. And I know, like, you comedians have, like, a family together, right? Mm-hmm. So, would you be able to see a Doug Stanhope atheist <coughs> yeah. making fun of religion and still laugh, or nah? Like, you just can't be in that thing. Nah, it's
2: funny, it's funny. You know, if you are proving the point, your your views. <coughs> excuse me. Man, I hope y'all head of this,
1: though.
2: <laughs> I'm try to, try to do like a pause <coughs> yeah um, yeah, there's no mm-hmm. mercy in this room, it's <laughs> in well, um, <laughs> yeah, to answer your question, <laughs> to answer your question, um, I've done shows where, um, comedians will talk about being atheists and stuff like that, it doesn't bother me, um, what you believe is what you believe, it's free will, you know, um, I know my spirituality and why I believe what I believe, okay. if you're funny, you're funny, if you're just doing it just to do it and it's not funny, then what, you know, that's why you're not yeah. doing what you're doing as a comedian. Mm-hmm. Well, comedians are, is art. George Carlin talked about his views. Even P. Holmes, like P. Holmes changed his beliefs as far as his beliefs are different from what he grew up with as Episcopalian. Now he's more of a you know, broader thinker or whatever. Okay. Maybe some people consider him an atheist or whatever. <coughs> but what ended up happening was he made sure that he showed Christian comedy. Not in a, a negative light, but in in the way that it was intended, because it meant something to him. Okay. Okay. And so that's why he wanted somebody that was authentic, as far as that was concerned, and kind of to show both sides of it. Okay.
1: So okay. now I want to get into the show because <coughs> I'm I'm, I'm a huge fan of the show Crashing. hmm So uh, I, I want to know how you, first of all how you got the part because I thought it was great. So now the people that don't understand that didn't watch it, I'll, I'll do a quick cliff note on you. Uh, P. Holmes gets this gig touring, religious gigs. His, mm-hmm. his paycheck is not true, by the way, right? On, what $1,000 a church show. Bro, we can bring. We, we wow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's why it took me so long to get mainstream, because it was like, I don't uh, know where <laughs> I was. But people didn't know me in the clubs. Cause when they, I
1: heard that price, I was like, oh, so, so Pete Holmes says he makes $1,000 sh- uh, on the show for, for a church, and he oh, was playing churches on this Christian tour. So then, him and John hook up. Actually, they use your name, Judge, and John instead of Fudge. Yeah, um, that
2: was actually a funny. story. Well, I'll let you. I'll tell you the story once you finish what you're
1: going to ask. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was just going to say, okay. So then, that they meet each other on this Christian tour, and you know, uh, Fudge is on there, and you know, he, he becomes friends with Pete Holmes. So I also wanted to ask, like, how did you get that part and? Mm-hmm. Your relationship with Pete Holmes did, did it grow
2: any? Did you get to know him any? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so that was pretty much it. Yeah, shout out to Pete Holmes. He's the aws- he's the most awesome guy. As my first like actual television non like reality based show, he made that so seamless. Actually, the part was written for Sandy. His name, the guy's name, was supposed to be Sandy. So when I auditioned, <coughs> I'm sorry, sorry. But when I auditioned. Um, I had to write, I wrote my jokes as if my name was Sandy. I kind of did my same bit, but instead of Fudge, I kind of made it like an acronym, because it was like, how am I gonna be a black man named Fudge? I mean, like, named Sandy, and <laughs> make it make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so when audition, auditioned, they, they liked it. And so, you know, I got the call to do it. I, I wrote my own, because I had to do a minute of material, and I had to do the lines, the lady liked it. Then, um, when I got on set, they, we were doing a walkthrough, and Pete introduced himself, it was that scene, that's when I first met him, for real. <coughs> Excuse me. And, <laughs> ow. That's it, we
0: don't
2: believe it. even more safe. And what ended up happening was, he was like, yo, what's your real name? And I said, John. And so he was like, you want to use your real name? And I said, yeah. And he was like, well, I said, my comedy name is Fudge. And so he was like, all right, well, introduce yourself to me like how you would do anybody else. And so that was like an authentic take. Oh, that's so I'm you. introducing myself to him. And the, the scene is way longer than what they, cause it's only a half hour show, but right. you know, me and him improv, that made him bust out laughing a few times. And you know, that gave me the kind of okay, like, All right, yeah, I made it as an actor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Cause prior to that, I did a commercial for a Credit card that's currently running now. I don't know if y'all know about that. Nah, that's it. <coughs> it's a guy that's flipping pancakes. <coughs> There's a guy that's flipping pancakes, and he's um, the girl's trying, his wife is trying to check the credit score because they want to get to the house. And like I'm jumping across in slow motion to try to get her to not do the fun. Oh, dear. I think that's something.
1: Yeah, you know, I had to see what been playing
2: for a whole year some change. I gotta look for that because yeah. I didn't credit like a Yeah, i seen that commercial. So it's, um, so I've been, you know, this has been a, a good couple years as far as, you know, me moving to that next level as a comedian and an entertainer. So yeah, so, um, but Pete definitely um, gave me a shot. We still keep in contact. He, um, you know, uh, even in his busy schedule, he still texts me back and stuff like that. And, you know, let me know how he liked the show and stuff like that. Let him know how I thought about the show. You know, his family was great. His wife, everything, he just had a baby girl. He got a book coming out. This dude was making moves and shout out to Judd Apatow. Madeline Wise, who actually plays Cat on the show. Mm-hmm. She's actually from Brooklyn, and she's dope, too. And um, yeah, man, everybody on there is, is dope. What's up, man? Oh, uh, uh, anything else?
1: Oh, well, how did you get the name Fucked? <laughs> well, Fucked? just
2: like the show, it actually means funny, unique, devoted, gentleman, entertainer. Um, before, I, before I made it to NASA, I had that name. So, um, I, it was about my junior year of high school, and we were on this bus tour to like go to colleges, like an Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity. Mm-hmm. So, so we were doing a battle of the buses and I needed the name. I wanted to do comedy. So I was like, man, cause I was a little bigger. <coughs> excuse me, and I was a little bigger and I was like, man, I'm gonna be a, um, I need to have like a name, like a, I was like, I couldn't be Chocolate. <coughs> chocolate, cause it was a comedian name Chocolate already. Okay. Plus that's a little <laughs> I'm yeah, it's sorry. crazy, and then I couldn't be pudding because that's mad salt, <laughs> so I said fudge, so then I was like, alright, then people were gonna be like fudge, packard, the last name is Rick and Mac and all oh, that, that stuff, so then I was like, I had to make it mean something, so that's how, <coughs> <coughs> excuse me, funny, vote devoted, gentleman,
1: entertainment, came you go? Yeah, you said pudding, <laughs> so are you be <laughs> the funniest? Bill Cosby impression bro, so is it, is it gone? You can't do it? <coughs> now, since, I don't know since man. Since he went to jail. Yo. <laughs> I, so, yo he, has to, he used to, have was rolling. Uh, yeah, uh, that was like the only thing I did.
2: Okay, i Cosby impression, Let me person. see if I can do it at home. Uh, I would like to <laughs> talk to you about <laughs> Things that you were talking about and saying that was sticky things in drinks, was fiddling it on your twin leaves when you were <laughs> It's not true. It is not true. That lady is lying. She was fabricating the truth. She was on there with the suit on looking like Michael Vestimus' new criminal. I did not touch her. I did not touch Yo. her. She said she touched my Pony Pop
1: and to
0: <laughs> Yo, that is hilarious. You on. It, well. you, you got, got the man the banner Are you going to
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, go it tomorrow for Elmo?
2: Elmo. said. Oh, me coughing. That's how the coughing breaks. Oh, Mar- Marcy will try to figure that out.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll fix it up. As so <coughs> much
2: we can. <laughs>
0: it's gonna be like, man, Yeah, man. But, um... I, I, but you like,
1: still get your points across even with the coffin. Anyway yeah, or that's
0: right. Um, as far as impersonations go, like, how do you feel about them in comedy? Because I honestly feel like they're not done enough.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, I remember <laughs> for me personally, Ari Spears was like oh, the king God. of personations. No, I love he he used he used that. Like he used to do it. He still is. Okay. I still okay.
2: I mean, not. I'm not discrediting his talent. This dude was awesome. He just was a jerk to us during coming to the stage. Oh. Okay.
0: Okay. Ari Spears. I get that from him, though. He yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I watched his interviews, and he seemed like he could. Yeah, but I mean,
2: but not. Not to take away from his 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 talent. his talent, cause he's he's one of the greats as far as like the last of the dying breed, like yeah after Eddie Murphy and stuff like that. But for me personally, <coughs> me um, my thing was I wanted people to know me as Fudge, because um, well, coming to the stage I was a character, I wasn't me, um, <coughs> um, so over time it took me a while up until now actually that. Fudge itself, John K. Rickenbacker, Jr. <coughs> became, you know, this. I have my own voice. Okay. So people know who I am, so I felt that that was important. And I throw my impressionations in there, but it's only, mainly, you know, being a jack-of-all-trades, different styles of jokes, you know, okay. one-liners, impersonations, you know, stories, whatever. Okay. You know, I try to just give people, a, like, an experience. Okay. As opposed to just a set. What would you say... Is your joke
0: that
2: got maybe the biggest reaction? Ah. Uh, or oh, you wanted to give me two. Two, you know. I don't know if I I don't know if I wrote it yet. But I can mm-hmm. say that a crowd favorite is obviously the Elmo. I have two versions, I have a church version and a club version. Oh wow. It's Elmo with his girl and actually Elmo <laughs> and, as a preacher. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, but the joke that actually was featured on Crashing was like the joke I was most proud of. Okay. Because it showed my um, growth as a writer to me. Some people may have different opinion, but it was about how it kind of showed my level of tying in my spirituality with, you know, my free thinking as an adult. So it was like the joke of that. The joke was pretty much, um, I hope haven't got Wi-Fi, because it had unlimited cloud space, you know what I'm saying, it should have Wi-Fi. And and it was like, you know, I really hope heaven got Wi-Fi because I know hell got a lot of (laughs) hotspots. And so we ain't going to be learning about reception down there, we're going to be hashtag burning. You know, so, you know, that right there showed, to me, my growth as a writer, because people in church comedy, Christian comedy, don't... Really, they just talk about what goes on in church sometimes and not really, (coughs) excuse me, about life and what you go through. Okay. Yeah, so I I talk about everything. talk about growing up, my mother in a church, but like our church was a house. Like it was like the room like this big and, you know, stuff like that and just really putting, not necessarily my life on blast, but giving people an insight on how I grew up. So it's not just like... Oh, this guy just been through stuff. Like, just he's just a guy. He's not like yeah. just, you know, he's a guy like everybody else. Yeah, we
0: all human. We all go through you know different experiences and stuff like that. So. Yeah, definitely. People think because you come from one walk of life that it's just like that's all you deal with, mm-hmm. and it's like you know, you got some people who go to church, but they might only dabble in church on some days, and you know, outside of that, they have like a whole other six days that yeah. regular life goes on.
2: Or some cats just be going to church just for a title and or whatever, and then they doing all kinds of crazy stuff Yeah, that they know better. So it's like, that doesn't define you. Being in church doesn't define you. Mm-hmm, That's definitely. like one of my um, buddies going, tapping in battle rap. Um, the saga goes through that on a regular basis, and we have conversations about it because people automatically assume, just because he, you know, professes his faith, um, that He can't say certain things. Yeah. And it wasn't until he, you know, took that Sensei Saga moniker and just like, you know, I don't care what y'all say. Because people do that because they're afraid, because they can't do what you can do. Yeah. And my thing is, it's like, I can go to a comedy club and do what they do, but they can't do what I do. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So, that's more along the lines why, like, um, we were talking off camera about... You think is the best? It's not that, it's just that I, I feel don't like think he's the best. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just want to clear that.
1: Up. <laughs> but
2: I pick I up my man and you know and, and the, what the four horsemen are doing because they're showing that it's they're are good. Like they're really good and they're beating a lot of cats, so you can't use their faith against them because you actually have to rap. Yeah. You know, like like me, you you wanna think you're gonna get on stage before me If you think you're gonna kill. When I get up there, you still gotta be funny. hmm That's true. Cause that's you still true. gotta follow me. Cause whether you think <laughs> I can't talk about something or you your thing is different than mine, you still gotta you still gotta make them laugh. So Okay, y'all, we are back. Had to take a
0: little short break, but um at the end of the last one, we were talking about, you know, we touched on saga a little bit. You mm-hmm. even got a, you know, relationship or <clears throat> I got a relationship. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. Oh. Yeah, I definitely got nah, Pulling nah, that <laughs> nah that's, you know I mean? that's that's the bro, man. Um, we actually met the mutual friends, as far as um through a comedy thing called Virtual laugh Okay. And um, he um did a skit with us. We did a thing called Bible Bars, which is um, it's like it was like the playoff of the URL and like how the Bible characters battle with each other. Oh wow! Yeah. So okay. yeah, so that actually should be coming out. Hopefully. Oh, you coming out on
1: YouTube. Yeah, hopefully nice. I don't know when, but
2: we definitely taped it over the over the winter time. Okay. Yeah. So, but that would um, be dope. That should do like a series or something. Oh yeah, we did a few of them, and oh, Saga okay. kind of got that. You know, kind of got that ballroom, and, and it wasn't. It was totally organic too. Moses he was, versus
1: Jesus. He was actually... Yeah, I was thinking like Moses versus Noah from Noah's Ark, right? Something
2: like that. You know what's so funny? That's one of the battles? And I played Noah and I played uh, Moses, yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah, and it was cool too. We
0: actually... Have a two-on-two. Sodom and Gomorrah versus God and Jesus.
2: (laughs) We had uh, the one actually that um, Saga did. It's actually... It has a clip on online. Um, It was... It was Jacob and Cain versus Abel and Esau. So Cain, so they were oh, both brothers. Okay, yeah, Cain yeah. and Abel. So we was the opposite. Oh, okay. Okay. And so Saga was. Uh, he played my
1: brother. See, for me, I think Moses could beat Noah though, because I'll be like, where would you nah, be without I three, me? I'd be I Where would you be <laughs> if you can't? Part, if I had to part, <laughs> if I part in your seat, yeah. Cause then he has no way to live on in the boat. Yeah, the I heart. said. Um,
2: <laughs> I said one of my lines was. Um, so you beating me, it's not possible. He said, you can bring the whole children to Egypt. He said, um, still ain't an obstacle. He said, you're going to be singing, let my people go to the hospital. <laughs> mm. That was tough. That
1: was hey, Fire.
2: I like that.
1: Okay, I'm going to see you in that. Yeah, I want to see you. Okay, okay. We need to get you in battle rap. He's looking
2: for a one rounder. What's up, man? We need to get you in battle. Oh, that. man. I ain't ready for that yet, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> my boy, shout out to my boy No Buzz from uh, Hip Hop. Is real. He actually was BGB from your mama. He's the one that beat me. He actually said he got a one rounder coming up. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. He rap? That's what I asked for. Oh, That's what he wow. told me. Sheesh. They like you around it so much. Man. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you're I mean, a fan, if you're a fan of it, you want to have some fun with it. It's my it's it's like yeah. character. It's, it's just one of those things. Like, boxing, don't put me in two gloves and let me get punched. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Battle rap. I eventually I would like to do box. it
2: because I like the whole idea of studying yeah. and coming up with different lines. But I'm afraid I'm like, to get up there and just forget everything. So Jeez. who's
1: your
2: who's your favorite Battle Rapper? Um, well, my favorite Battle Rapper is Loaded Lux because that was the first Battle Rapper I saw. Okay. Like, official Battle rap. Because, like I mean, I've seen battles, but... Like I've even seen like the Mook battle and stuff before. I knew what it was, but but it
1: got you into it. Yeah, oh, that, okay. that got me
2: wanting to follow it. Cause I knew what Murder Mook was. Cause I knew Sirius Jones from Fight Club. Okay. And so I followed. Cause like you know you you I knew of it. Cause even when we did it, we knew yeah. stuff. Like so it was like I had a kind of an education, but I didn't know the where it evolved. And so yeah, like,
1: I right. think we were the only two in the cast that do anything about it. Though.
2: <laughs> yeah, about names, but. I remember there was a guy, Eddie, that used to rap with us too, and he used to.
1: Oh, yes, 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 yeah, yes. He actually but you know, I didn't know him that well. Yeah. You know him better than I would. Yeah, because you did he another play with him. Yeah. No, I was going to say, he wasn't in the play I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he used to be there around yeah. Yeah, when I was in it. Yeah, that's true. In the theater department, set up in there. G Building. Remember the G Building? Everybody hangs out in the G Building. Yeah, that was like another high school. <laughs> it is another. or technical. Because it's like thirteenth grade, so you know, Thirteenth you know, grade. That's what they call Nassau on Long Island, yeah. because it's a community college. So you you go expecting to see new people, but you'd be like, oh. I oh man. okay okay. You yeah. See, yeah. Wow, you that's see crazy. See multiple high schools together, like all Latinos. <laughs> of, of failures. No, I'm joking.
2: What's up? Are you failing too? Yeah, man, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sheesh. Uh, the Pell Grant. They paid me to come. Yeah. Nah, it was cool though. But yeah, battle rap. <coughs> actually, the the battle that got me was uh, Lux versus Calico. Most okay. people's favorite battle, and um, just seeing how Lux
1: constructed his rounds was something I never heard before. It was so like uh, that, so crazy. I, I still hold that accountable to actually bringing in the forefront, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like even over <clears throat> the Smack Name. I mean, of course, the Smack Name and, and Lux are always gonna battle like this, mm-hmm. but. That battle made like Jay Farrell do an impression on ESPN. Everybody was saying you're going to get this work. Like it was, you know. Yeah, it it was was that that battle spearheaded a lot as far as
0: like it got a whole lot more people into battle rap. As far as just wanting to be a part of it, like a lot of leagues popped up afterwards. A lot of battle rappers popped up afterwards. Like that was really the battle that like really brought it up. On, I think, a
2: mainstream level. Yeah, it was like almost <clears> like <throat> I I define it as when um, as a kid you, if you watch wrestling, like when Hulk Hogan slayed Andre the Giant. Mm. Okay, like it's like one of them pivotal, uh things in battle rap. You know what?
0: When it comes to wrestling, that was a little bef that was before I really, cause I was born in eighty eight. Yeah, that was before I had a full understanding, but. My era was the Attitude Era. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Shawn Michaels, DX, yeah. Stone Cold and Rock, that was my. So that right, like, that era right there, I kind of look at it like that. Yeah. Like, you know, that era that really, it showed you not just what wrestling was, but what it meant to have like star power yeah. and really be somewhat, I want to say more entertainment than talent. Yeah. Per Say like it was a spotlight on selling the matches, being able to you know get in the ring and talk good during the promo and yeah, yeah. you know stuff like that. It, like I, I say to people all the time, Stone Cold was a terrible wrestler. Yeah. Like he, he had a basic had like,
1: moveset. Like he because he got. Don't I don't you, know. No, you gonna kick you. You get right. with some Stone Cold fans off of that statement. Nah, um, bro.
2: Like if you look at his older matches in WCW when he had hair and everything, he was doing mad moves. He was getting no reaction. Yeah. The moment he just did his little four moves, the suplex every now and again, the kick punch, middle fingers, yes, bumps, stun him, that impression. Yeah, exactly. That was it. <laughs> the Rock too. The Rock wasn't a good wrestler
0: either. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't. He was athletic. Like, the ones that were stars, that were actually good, like at being wrestlers, was like I felt like Triple H was a decent wrestler. Yeah. I felt like Kurt Angle was a really good wrestler. Yeah, but yeah. he was Olympic medalist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so you could tell he actually come from that.
1: But Rock and Stone Cold, it was like. But Rockies same four moves all match. Nah, the Rockets <laughs> Stone Cold don't even get killed, though. The one who gets killed the most is Goldberg. Goldberg <laughs> has. Oh! He was limited to an extreme. But you he was the Mike Tyson of wrestling. Because yeah, yeah. he used to finish matches in less than a minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the intensity he brought.
2: Like, yeah, you saw yeah, that I thought, Like I, As much as wrestlers didn't like him, I, I thought that joint was the best. Yeah. yeah. So, alright, so then, have you ever been to a Battle Rap Live? No. And that's on my bucket list. And I tell my wife all the time. You have been it. to a battle rap event yet. Nah, man. I, Jesus. I live
1: vicariously through through my people. So, so if you if you go, to it's gonna be a URL one. Does it have? I mean, I, I don't
2: care at this point. It's just like them joints be so long. It's like as a comedian, I work a lot on the same days that these battles go on. So oh, okay. By the time I get to the main event, it'd be like. Twelve o'clock at night. I'm still trying to, you know. You
0: know what events you will have to go to. You will have to go to RBE. Yeah. Because RBE, they do um, shorter cards. They run their battles back to back, and they usually start earlier. Yeah. So you'll probably be out of there by like eight or nine o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, because I'll be looking at you
2: real time, and they be like, man. Yeah,
0: you are real. I'm, I mean, I come from. Uh, we we had a term called some madness feet. Yeah. <laughs> I leave my house ten o'clock to go to the events. You know, because it's going to be crowded, there's going to be a lot of people there. By the time I get there at, you know, 11, it's already a long line down the block. Yeah, I've seen it. People not getting in until like 3 or 4. And then the battles are not starting until 7 <laughs> That's crazy. That's
1: facts, though. That's facts. Yeah. Like, I, I think, I, think the,
0: I know the first two summer madnesses, I spent at least 14 hours between leaving my house and getting back to my house. Wow. That junk was like at Gramercy too, so you was like in Manhattan. Actually, no, those two were at uh, Webster Hall. Oh, okay, okay. But it's still like you know, I live in Harlem, yeah, so to yeah. get there is not a, a hard trip, but it's just
2: like yeah, that's my crazy. feet was killing me. And I'm coming from Long Island. I'm like, man, you really need to go to the Coliseum or somewhere. Or <laughs> go somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Westbury Music Fair. Or something. i something. go. But I sit down, then you go somewhere with chairs. Cause I went actually, Crash was doing a promo at Gramercy, and I was like. Wanted to see like where the battles were. I'm like, oh, all right, we in Gramercy. I'm like, this joint is mad, like, all these people stand up in this joint, like, <laughs> it was crazy to me. I was like, yo, yeah, <laughs> no, I don't think you ever done Gramercy, they did. yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Chilla Jones went battle prep. Oh, yes, 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 because yes, he yes. said, I'm nice with the grip that's why I go yeah. to the venue, I'm nice with the Gramercy. that now, was like, yeah. yeah, oh gosh, RIP prep, he died many times, mm-hmm. man. Right, keep running. <laughs> not a liar. I'ma stay away from that guy. Why? Right. <laughs> what happened?
0: Nothing. I'm gonna talk about. Right, right, come on, come on. <laughs> but yeah. Well, <laughs> <But>, um. Anyway. <laughs> nah. Some. So, It'd it be you know battle rap, especially like with me being a league owner. It's so much that goes on behind the scenes that like. And you, you think with the with the blogs and stuff that you see that you probably like, damn, these guys talk about everything. But then there's little certain situations that the world will never know. Yeah, you know I, mean? I can uh, imagine. But um, Battle Rap is really, it's a different world being a fan and actually being like within the business. Yeah. yeah. You know, with being within the business. I was talking that earlier off okay. cam. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a lot like...
1: Like I said, you must deal with being in the entertainment world. You know exactly what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I know me as a league owner
0: and just the type of person I am. Like, I'm more reserved. So, I don't try to be in the mix. I don't try to, you know, be in other people's business and stuff. But, oftentimes, info just falls in my lap. Like, <laughs> like, people just inbox me stuff out of nowhere. Man, like, I
1: don't this and up. I'm like,
0: I just wasn't caring to notice, but... You know, it just landed here. I'm like, "Oh, okay,
2: so that's what's going on." Does that happen? You know, I mean, I mean that happens with anything. Yo. You 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 live a little bit. You see like especially in comedy, you see people messing with other people and he's like, "Oh, that's how he got on." Like, you know what I'm saying? Like You know, like, It's like, "How do you one they wander into
1: the wrong uh, changing room after the show. Yeah, it. it's <laughs> that is crazy. I, w- I wanted to ask you something too. Uh, uh, in the comedy talk. Uh, it was uh, I and I forgot about this. By the way, if this is a, a different segment right now, <laughs> this is Fudge the comedian. Not because sometimes we put out different parts. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah know, no problem. he ain't gonna be in there anyway. <laughs> you don't Allow him to reintroduce <laughs> himself. My, my, my name pose. is H. to The H. Yeah, all that. No, you can't re-quote Hove. Don't, don't. You don't, did it! it. I'm, I'm blasphemous. <laughs> that's flashed that, that, blasphem- the word, at least. That's blasphemous here. As huh? to the UD.
2: Yeah, I was H-D- going to. He something. said, okay, he said, okay, he said I'm,
1: sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
2: You can finish. It. The sorry. only HOV lane I had was
1: on the way to Long Island. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Long Island, expressway. I did that joke on Facebook. You did? I said, This guy, Jay-Z, the man. He has his own lane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. But, uh So I've been watching this. I've been watching this comedy. I've been watching this Comedy Central show called Roast Battles. Oh, uh, yeah. And I, just, I got addicted to it on YouTube because it's actually a smaller place. It's yeah. not even... Comedy Central just took it from this place. Yeah, yeah. And same people, same kinds of everything. They just go up there and they roast each other. Yo, know, mercy you got to see this, too, because it's, it's like a rap battle. And they're as vicious as it gets. They be talking about abortions. They be talking yeah. about, yo, this guy's bisexual. I need to watch that, yo. Know, yeah, I, I like
0: to see feelings get hurt. But they show <laughs> it
2: if you um on the first season of Crash, and that's like the season finale of the first season. They, they okay.
1: Second season. Hand. Second season. Second season. Yeah. See, I don't even know i show. <laughs> <laughs> but but how how is that? So, um. I was, how, no, I was gonna hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was gonna ask him. Would you? Are, would you ever do that? After I did the
2: your mama thing, like, it's tough, man. Because it's like to 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 be in that mental space. It's like even like with battle rap. Like you have to be in a mental space to just want to say whatever you want. And I feel like where my where I'm at right now, I can't. <clears throat> totally let myself get there. Cause I can say some hurtful stuff. My wife will tell you. <laughs> Not to her, but like just just stuff in our conversations like about stuff. Stuff I can't say. <laughs> so me doing that, like see I'm coughing now because of it. I can't I don't wanna say stuff. But um karma. <laughs> yeah yeah. But it's just like for me, like if I if like they was just like, yo, we giving you this, I'll do it. But you know, it's tough. It's tough for me. To yeah,
1: and the funny part is I don't even think they get paid like that. The YouTube one, right? It, it roast battles? No, nah, I mean, I think I've they seen do. What Eli. Because uh,
2: uh, the guy, one of the writers, um, Mike Lawrence, um, the dude with the beard, he actually was one of the writers on Crashing, and he was in the episode of um, oh, that okay. too. And he's like one of the top, top guys on that show.
1: No, yeah. no, but I mean they don't pay the guys that go there and roast each other. No, they pay. Oh, yeah. Unless they're just fooling us because they say it's a hundred dollar win. Oh. And I thought they were just doing it for recognition. Really? Yeah, I'm sure they get paid for it
2: because they Comedy central's putting it on. I'm sure they give them something. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Yeah,
1: Marks, go ahead. Yeah.
0: Oh, I was gonna ask you, um, when you're what doing this? stuff like crashing, which is, um, what is it? TV series. Mm-hmm. Do you? All right, you do your shoots and everything. Do you get to see episodes before they go on air? Or you just got to deal with whatever they put together? Probably? Well, I'm not, like, totally
2: a superstar status yet, so I had to wait. Like, oh, okay. okay. But, you know, there were people I saw it before I did, which is fine. Like, it was... I was kind of wanting to kind of feel that, that feeling of what was happening. Okay. But, um, but yeah, there's times where I've seen stuff before beforehand. Okay, okay. But, it, you know, and, like, even with the Imama thing, like, I, I got the whole battle... They sent it to us. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's just like some of the stuff that le- gets left on the cutting floor, I would love to see like the yeah, outtakes. Yeah, the right? outtakes,
1: yeah, yeah. Because we were dying laughing. <laughs> he <laughs> said the guy, he, he made it to the best of your, he won his episode of, the, you remember MTV's Your Mama? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. won his episode and he made it to the best of, right? Yeah, I was um
2: the best of Queens and that's why I um, got beat by BGB, who okay. no bars on um, Hip Hop real And, um... We were both, we, they said we were supposed to be from Queens. We were both from Long Island. It was Suffolk, right? <laughs> yeah, so. And, you know. and yeah, that shows you how
0: unimportant other
2: places outside the five boroughs are. <laughs> yeah, no, they, 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 play like it, they, they do them dirty. I like. had the bill on my shirt.
0: <laughs> and they still said you were from Queens.
2: Wow. And then it wasn't even like the hood part of Queens. I was from like Forest Hills. That's what I was <laughs> They was like, oh, it's on the battle online. Forest
1: Hills, that's what Peter B- Parker from. <laughs> like, what the? It's boy? like, who's hard from there? J. Cole is yeah. the only one
2: from Forest Hills, and he wasn't even out yet in 2003.
1: <laughs> they be doing nice so dirty. It's true. Yeah, God, damn.
2: Just Long Island as a whole and no love. Um,
0: let's talk about the evolution of comedy, and mm. uh, in this sensitive era, mm. do you have to be more restrictive with? your content? Like, not just
2: with the cursing, but the topics and things and how you to touch on and everything. It's it's all about how you do it. Okay. Um, when I was brought up, I did a lot of different shows. Okay. Because I kind of had to work backwards. Because because I was getting a lot of success as a, a Christian comedian in the church churches, I wasn't known in the clubs. Okay. So I got to do a lot of um, shows with um, a lot of um, I did a lot of lesbian shows. I did a lot of um shows with uh, with um gay comics drag queens okay. uh, you know, and these people were cool people okay. you know i you know and comedy is an art, you know like anything else, everybody has their different ways of life, different ways they do things, and I had no problem with it, and I would joke about it because they were comfortable with it. It's not like I didn't know about it, okay, <clears throat> I just feel like people are gonna be sensitive because they just. They just want to be. It's like somebody doing a negative comment just so that they can get clapped. Some at. people just so want to feel
0: victimized in a way.
2: Oh, like, they just want to. They want to feel important. Yeah. And so that's yeah. the easiest way. Social media allows you to be important. Yeah. Yeah. When you wouldn't have normally. Because there's a lot of people who I'd be like, like
0: me. I've always been opinionated, but it's certain people that I could tell, like, <laughs> You just this is borderline. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you just used it because you got the platform right now. Like you're not really. Uh, a vocal person probably offline. Like, yeah. You get
2: what I'm saying. So, like, I I still get notifications from my your mama clips on YouTube. Oh, this wasn't funny. Okay, it was 2003. What do you mean? Of course, like, it's not gonna be funny now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if even if it is, it's like. Who can you watched it yeah. <laughs> you watched yeah. the best of so you at any given
1: point you could have just been like you know what I don't know. I'm not gonna watch yeah, it yeah and I, I told John I, I, you know when your boy gets killed by that, that line I told him yo I remember that line <laughs> it killed you you had to bring out a loved one he brought out his pops he's like his pops looks like a gay car and then he said Swiss yeah and I also
2: said his wife had pretty faces he got Haitian feet <laughs> oh yes oh yes God. yes he was <laughs> yes. looking like Say yes, so feel, yeah, <laughs> I show my like monkey hands. But no, right. my Asian too, so oh, I okay, okay. That must have been one of the best battles, though. I think on, on
1: young yeah, mom, they showed
2: mom. that the yeah. most. And, and it was like it was closer than what they made it seem. And that's why I had to learn about TV. Yeah, you know, they'll edit stuff and make it seem like because it wasn't as lopsided as they made it, it was actually very, very close. Oh, and yeah. I noticed, like. Like when I, by the time I got to crashing, I just know like, alright, I'm gonna just give them as much as I can. I'm not gonna leave anything out there. Yeah. I'd rather them tell me to calm it down <laughs> than to be like, oh, give us more. Or, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. anything that I do now, I just try to give my best effort. So okay. it's just like because anything, anything can happen. They can just be like, cause I, I hesitated, and that's how I lost because I thought about what I was gonna say oh, because I was okay. worried about who was gonna watch it. Who was going to kick me yeah. off a tour that oh, was on the Christian tour? I actually okay. talked about this on Crash and it, got, it didn't make it into the episode, but I talked about actually, it was a true story how I got kicked off a tour because when your mama came out, they thought I said, I don't know what they thought. They beeped out midget. I said midget. The joke was, your mama got a fat butt and it said when she walked, it looked like two Jamaican midgets is doing the hill toe. Okay. It, but it said, instead of saying, <laughs>
1: that's yeah. stupid. It's kinda of funny though. You gotta
2: get the vision in
1: first. But they beat out midget, so they
2: thought I was cursing. Oh. So they kicked me off the tour without even telling me and I found out like later on. And this is church folk, so this is supposed to be non-judging, so you know, that's when I came to realise, I'm like man, it don't matter how good you try to be or you know, how much you try to just do it right, you just gotta be yourself. That um, would have pissed me off. Like, to get kicked off a tour and you don't... How did you find out? I found out, like, years later. I met uh, with a guy and he told me. And it was cool. You know what I'm saying? And it's it just So like, you wasn't already on the tour? No, I was on it. And then I did the call stopped. And I'm like, I'm seeing they still doing tours. And, like, all of a sudden I'm not being called. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's... And so, yeah. And, no, I'm sorry. And so what ended up happening was when the commercial came out, the credit card commercial came out. I see the same guy again. He said, like, "Oh man, we got to talk. Ain't nothing to talk about." Yeah, nah, nah. Ain't nothing to so talk now, about now. Oh you want, now I wasn't good enough then, so it's like you know what I'm saying. So it's so that's what made me realize, you know what? I gotta be myself. Yeah. And that's why I always bring up um, Saga when we have these conversations, is because it's like he stopped caring. That's to say, Saga. He's blinding cast now, and regardless
1: yeah. of how you feel about him.
2: Yeah. Say yeah. Cody, you say whatever. Dude is winning what he he's doing what he's supposed to do.
1: I yeah. think I could kinda remember the part when he stopped caring. When he was at NWX and he said I have an addiction to porn. And no. No, that wasn't said, no. he was still caring then. Cause that giant And the thing But it, was, it took everybody a surprise. I remember yeah. people hitting me up like, Yo Saka just you got an addiction to porn. I'm like, So? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs>
2: but, but you realize that it everybody was the
1: video made. that made it Look crazy, like
0: it's one thing for him to, to
2: say, but the way the video because was, in, in it was church just church like, stuff like that, they do that, and so yeah. like it, blew, it blew out of proportion as mm-hmm. battle rap do, yeah. So they yeah. wanted to find that one flaw and use that against them... Meanwhile, everybody <laughs> has some sort of, yeah, exactly, of sort. <laughs> and so everybody gonna be holier than now because it's an angle, yeah, yeah, you know, and That's so cool. it's like. You know, it's as me, and that's why, you know, I, I feel like we became friends because we were kind of going through the same thing as far as not wanting acceptance. Because, like, before you, you try to get accepted by the church folk. Okay. The, com, the comedians. Mm-hmm. Or the battle rap fans. Or the, the, the bloggers. Or whatever. Yeah. It kind of come to a point where we are like, you know what? You just do me. Just do
0: you. And if yeah. you
2: feel, feel me, you do. If you don't, whatever. I'm still going to do me. And that, okay. that's, that's what it
0: boils down to because you can jump off the Empire State Building and land on your feet perfectly. And somebody's going to say, well, he was slanting to the and yeah. he, he ain't land perfectly.
2: Yeah, his really. form wasn't correct. Yeah, the like, you know, so, yeah, you just got to do... You denied your back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, you just got to do what's best for you and, you know, whoever going to... Rock with it. It's going to rock with it. Whoever's not going to rock with it, then just, you know, forget about them. Keep doing
1: it for the people who are, you know, supporting and everything. Exactly. You know, so, you said, you said something that stuck out there too. You said you got to just say it without caring. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I was going out, when I was doing my acting thing and shit, uh, I remember there was this uh, gig in New Jersey. You travel to schools yeah. the auditoriums play to play, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I you know, they... You know I went the first day they gave me a call back that, oh we love you so I got email this is back when you couldn't delete emails <laughs> so you know I said the, the script was a gay monologue which was not a big deal though but I had my brother there roasting me with his friends and shit so I'm like he made me feel like uncomfortable, right and I'm like I don't think I could play this part oh, yeah, yeah. right and then I'm like trying to take it back and I'm like so I went back though they're like we got your email but you couldn't you couldn't erase the email yeah, that I yeah. said. And I'm like, I'm like, I was like, look, I know what I said. I could be gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't that <laughs> oh my they god. They might have kicked me out the room if I said something like you know, that. But <laughs> <laughs> <disgusting>. <laughs> <laughs> see why I wanted to bring them on the show? See why <how> I wanted to <laughs> have? No, 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 wait, wait, wait. So I said, oh, look, man. you know, I'm sorry. But you know, <laughs> I had to think about it, and I was like, I was like, I was like so, boom. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. All right,
2: guys. No, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> you <know>. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This is a heartfelt thing. This is an after-school special. I just messed with that mother. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't you have to cough right now? No, I'm good. So, then, so, then, they're like, oh, they kept me to the end. They were like, we're looking for a spot for you, <laughs> but uh, we couldn't find nothing from you. Uh, and my boss was like, that's because you sent the damn email. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, damn, that shit is true, though. I really feel like if I didn't send that email, this and it would have been a pain gig. Yeah. It was like, I forgot what it was. It was like 1200 It was 1200 for a couple. Of sh- it was like you said, like more money than you thought. You messed it back up wall because I you thought. Oh my Cause my God. brother and my friends were making fu- his yeah. friends were making fun of me, and I wrote the, no, it was the internet's fault because I couldn't erase the email I just sent. Cause right after, but yeah, bad but, influences, man. But it's like you said, just <laughs> <laughs> they go don't care about what you have to say, and then just go out and do it. It's real. No, as long as it's not hateful, man. Like I hear, yeah. like, and it's so funny,
2: man, because like. My, my wife because like she tries to be like I don't know it's like she'll tell me like she's like my, my like she she's the one I bounce jokes off of because like I don't like to really talk to other comedians because other comedians be like, oh yeah 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 they will like yes man you
1: know. either
2: yes you to death or tell you it's it's <coughs> whack and it's not just because they don't want you to be better than them so oh wow I like to ask somebody that's as a consumer because people that's watching you are not comedians most of the time. Let me tell you, women have the best opinion mm-hmm. when it comes to a lot of things. And I noticed that me catering to that demographic mostly is what makes... Because women... The guys are going to go wherever the women go. Mm-hmm. That's true. Tupac said that back in the... That's mm-hmm. facts. It's, it's true. So, well, you keep your head up there, mama.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And Dennis, If I die, die. yeah. So, <laughs> But like... And then I get around. Because all the women came to the show. So... It, uh, so once once I realize that, then I just stop. I just start doing stuff. If she finds it funny, then I'm gonna do it. Mm. Or I'm gonna try it, and she'd be like, Nah, babe, I think it's. I don't think it's good. I'll still will try it to see. But <laughs> she got mad that you said <laughs> you should <used to> try. <laughs> nah, but you know it's. But it's it's good to have that fearlessness. As long as you dedicate yourself, uh, like confidence. As long as you have confidence in what you're doing in anything. You you can deal with the consequences. Um, let's talk about Mr. Murder
0: Career Mook. My boy, my boy. <laughs> I don't even know what to call him. Stop mob all the way. So um, he pretty much did. <laughs> <laughs> down on your head,
2: down on your head, down on your head. On your head. On your head. <laughs> that uh, down on your eye. Don't you say nigga call. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh,
1: man. <laughs> no, he didn't say it. No, he did I'm sorry,
0: the white person. <laughs> but, um, he interviewed someone. Her name is, uh, Yes Jules. I don't know
2: if you're familiar with her.
1: No, I, I just saw the clip. I'm not even familiar with her. I just saw the clip. So that was the girl in the clip that was saying, Yeah. I thought yeah, she, she was like, I had, the I NBA had, player. What's I had to figure
0: <laughs> out what she was. She's, she's, uh, an in- influencer. You know, the, uh, I guess corny people that build a following on social media that oh, okay. they just fly out like. She goes to like they fly out to Kanye listening sessions and stuff Are like you that. Serious?
2: Yeah. Wow. She just had like a jump a regular like jumpsuit on. Didn't she? Not like a like something. a something.
1: Like a hoodie on or something, right? Whatever it was,
0: she probably got it for free. Cause you know, that's another thing with influencers. I thought, like, a, I thought she played for the
1: Seattle. They get paid home. to be when they get paid to, they get paid to be influencers?
0: Well, they become influencers and then they get paid to like make sponsored posts and, you know, different stuff like that. Okay, okay. So yeah, they pretty much like outside of the internet nobody knows what these people are. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. I um, didn't even know who they were. She was on Mook's podcast, which is called uh Easily Offended Partners. Oh how to do, do. giving beds. <laughs> <laughs> but um sure battery malfunction. But um yeah, so Mook has the easily offended podcast. He had Yes Jews on it. And um the topic came up about white people using the N-word. And Mook says that
1: he would be cool with her using it. Oh, was it her specifically or did he just say... Did she want to say it? Or
0: I don't think she wanted to say it. I think he just came up with
1: well, it. Well, I, I don't know his statement. Guy. He said, I have... The, the clip that's out, which is what I saw. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, um, I have... Well, this is... the this part of the comment, I actually think Mook is stupid in saying that he said, oh, "I have." You stupid
0: Mookie! You stupid
1: Mookie! Do <laughs> <Stooping>. the <laughs> right there. I know. No, 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 no. So, yeah. Rosie Perez, bro, I got you. Mookie, you stupid. I'm thirty-five. <laughs> I don't get this culture. So he's Mook said. I have white friends that never knew they were white growing up. That's stupid, because everybody knows they're white. That's no, you my not hope. know you're white. Uh, but he was like, no, but I'm serious. And what he meant is that the environment they grew up in was all black people. And he's like, they used the word around me, and I'm okay with it. Now, look. How many white
0: people was in all that? And the, the, listen, the ones that were, they knew not to say that. Well, you gotta remember, Mook went to a private school. Uh, I'm
1: not even joking, though. Well, whatever was was private
0: true, school he's talking about, that's a different thing. But as far as Harlem yeah, itself, like even when we went to school with you know white kids, they were referred to as like white boy and white girl and stuff like that. So they knew who they were
1: and they knew that they couldn't use that word. That's funny because in my high school, like the the cool, the white dude that used to hang out with all these dudes and stuff like the hood the hood guys. I don't know, my high school was ninety percent black. His nickname was White Boy. He had White Boy tattooed on <laughs> But uh, well, does he remembered. I don't I never chilled with him like that. I knew his brother, so I don't know if he used the word maybe he used it around his friends, I don't know. But look, Marlon Wayne said the same thing on Drink Champs. Um I just showed you guys the clip with with what Louis C. K said. Louis, well, C. Louis K. C. K. said as a joke though. And he used it with the ER actually, so I don't know if that No, nah, it's not cool. But
2: what um You know it's uncomfortable if the whitest white dude in comedy was like
1: <laughs> No, he cannot do that.
2: Uh Deinfeld was offended by it though.
1: But but the Chris Rock pass is old. The clip is old. Yeah. With, with the Mook one right now, um, does Mook have a valid point? I mean, do you have any white friends that you let use the N word around? No. Here? None. The funny thing if
2: is, they did. It was like what, like,
0: <laughs> oh no good. Yeah. No, what I was gonna say is the funny thing is, I just got into it with somebody on the train yesterday about using that word. It was, it was a he was probably a homeless man
1: who was just like ranting and raving. He was a white guy, and but he said it racially. Is my point, Paulie? Yeah. Okay, but, that's but, but, not what Moop was referring to.
0: Even if it isn't raci- even if it isn't racially motivated, when you say it, it's still. A white person saying "nigga," like it, it's just not acceptable. Uh, they shouldn't be saying it. No way, shape, or form.
1: I, 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 use, I use the word. I still use it. I try to refrain myself from even using it because, um, as I grow older, mm. I'm, I'm starting to realize the cognition Am I using that word right? Yeah. Now? <laughs> that that the word. Like that's a word. <laughs> so, so, so I'm, I'm, me myself, I'm refraining to use it, uh, like, but I used to use it, like, I would be like, yo ma, whatever, and I'll say, I have said it on the podcast before, so I'm not refraining <laughs> it from now, but I'm just saying, I'm, I honestly, am trying to hold back on it. Sometimes it does slip up if we're talking about an old friend or something, but I don't see, and. And even Cortez says, when I, on Tacho and battle rap, I didn't even know it was a bad thing for Spanish people to say Because I grew up in in 90% black high school. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all my friends were always black. So, like, nobody ever said, yo, you can't say that. But, I don't see the big deal if, if he's, like, alright, I'll give you the perfect example. If Mook is talking about like hanging with the... You can't tell me Eminem never said what up to the proof or something like what up on We
2: I don't, don't know. Right. He may... But if he did... He probably called uh, him uh, something uh, crazier than that. because. He,
0: he did have them tapes back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Like where he, yeah. he called a black bitch
1: and you know, uh, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but it's, it's still know, that was, in, in public. We let him that. Yeah. do that. Do
0: yeah, you he, understand? Like it, it's just one of those things, and you I'm have really you agree. have to understand like when somebody like Mook who you know as far as battle rap he's you know he's Jordan pretty much.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When you tell somebody like that they can do that, yo, you got a whole culture down here, people that are not fucking with that. You got to expect for there to be some type of backlash because it's like yo, you on a higher platform, you got somebody on your podcast who got crazy reach, in fact, you can't make them feel like they can just, you know, say whatever to us because what she's gonna do is she's gonna be like the rest of the people out there, like Gucci and all the companies that I feel like purposely do racial shit to kind of troll us in a way. Yeah. They, because like they want to bring people to the brand. Yeah. So, you know, you can't let them feel like they have the power to just, you know, do things like that. Because once you let a uh, nigga pass, then what are you gonna say? Um, Hey, you can say, nigga. Hey, if you want to uh, wear blackface, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah.
2: And then it leads to it's a, it's a more expo- things. It's a car- charcoal exfoliant. That's funny. <laughs> I didn't get to tell you. Nah, you don't pamper yourself to me. We, you, got, you got to <laughs> you gotta do the,
0: the, mm, the charcoal masks. Um, but <laughs> it, 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 it's just like, you let one thing pass, it eventually leads to even worse
1: things happening. Oh, what's your take? What what's your take? Well, my take on it
2: is I know it. You, the thing is, our culture is so blended now that like it's like we want to sell our music to 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 the to the majority, mm-hmm. but we don't want them to take everything. But we gotta understand like the stuff that we put out, they make it. They seem like it's okay. Cause I went to a, a white club. No, not the Irishman.
1: I'll never forget this.
2: I don't oh think they shit! Not
1: the Irish. That's out in the um, Farmingdale. Farmingdale, yeah. They had this
2: DJ, white DJ. I guess he didn't know we was gonna come that day, but he played <laughs> Biggie. I'm um, Juicy. He played Juicy. And if you don't know, now you know. know, nigga, 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 yeah. nigga. But he was yeah. mixing nigga. <laughs> uh-huh. Like we don't even listen to that version really. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, yo. This, like, I stopped dancing. I'm looking at him like he was making a song. Like, nigga, 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 nigga. Like, he was like, <laughs> it's like, what the heck is this? Yeah. And it's is like, they want, like, it's almost like one of those things where it's like they may not mean harm about it. And there may be some people that don't mean harm by it. Mm-hmm. But it's just that it's so, it's such a slippery slope. Just rather not. Just don't say it, yeah. you know. Did, did, yeah. Better you you just them? save yourself. Uh, to awkward did you check him? Well, it's, it's hard to check because well, I'm going to go the DJ booth and slap him. Like, because I'm like, <laughs> apparently he's been doing this a weekly thing because apparently, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like me being the, um, the only black guy in there so I'm going to take on the whole club by myself.
1: <laughs> no, I, I'm not saying you should yeah. have. I'm just no, saying but I'm saying I'm like
2: just... it was just weird to me. It was just like, yo, this is something like like they really want. Like they want for themselves. It's almost like, we, they want to be accepted. I remember J had a joke about it, how he used to, um, he's like how white people want to say it so bad. And he said, we can call you that, but you can't say it back to us. <laughs> and so he's like, I thought I was one of you. I thought you called me a white. And then he acted like he knocked him out and he fell on the floor. It's just like it's a double standard. and it's kind of our fault, too, because we, we let so much stuff slide that we don't. Like even if Mook can be like, yeah, you guys can say it around me, but I would advise you guys not to say it around other people because they may not handle it the same way. stuff but like that's that.
1: basically what he was saying.
2: What? No. Just like you say. Yeah, no, well
0: what I what I heard was I wouldn't have a problem with you saying it. Man. Not just all oh, him. Not him. just Like if she was like, yo nick, like just like that. <laughs> He didn't specify it was if it was like just around him or if it was like in public. He just said, I don't have a problem with you saying. What if she responded back? Yeah, nigga, I know what
2: you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it was like crazy. <laughs> and Mario was Mario in there too? Was that Mario sitting there?
1: And there was some white like guy there. No, it was
2: a black dude sitting on the side. I think that was Biz. Um, his Biscuit. Oh, it's Biscuit. Yeah. looked like Mario, I was about to say. I didn't know who it was. <laughs> <laughs> but he was mad as on the what. He didn't say nothing that whole time. Yeah, Mook, man. Mook hold, you hold the L for that. You I'm not, down. I'm
1: not, I'm not confirming this. Hold this out. Nah, he got, he got, he
0: got, he got a, yeah, he got to hold down for that. show <laughs> you gotta get out of here with that. Man. Yeah, imagine. You, if... You can't be battling and oh man, this is gonna be a crazy. Imagine history. if he, if he battled Lux again for the third time. You let a colonizer <laughs> say you giving the colonizer the pass Oh man, I could
1: see Lux oh, already, already gonna have a quadruple on time drawing you a field day. I. I agree to disagree. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you can say it. Break down I will give down you the pass down because down. you're Hispanic. Thanks, Four. I appreciate the pass. <laughs> and, uh, but I and also I don't know. I you know Mook Mook know, like like you said. If Mook said you can say it around me, but I don't know how these other people are gonna feel. I I think that's basically what he was saying. And, and as
2: a culture, he has to understand. Like I understand, you have a podcast where you want
1: to be. The funniest part is that they're all easily offended. Like, the, yeah, funny, yeah. to... the funniest part is Mook has one of the most anti-white versus on, on SPAC. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, against I Solomon, Solomon. <laughs> five rounds. If you want to
2: say anybody is the blackest white dude, Iron Solomon, he doesn't even act black. Like, the thing is, he still tries to keep his... And if I didn't like how Mook
0: was on Twitter trying to defend it. Like, first of all, oh, uh... Y'all so offended by the white man, uh, make a video of y'all quitting y'all jobs tomorrow. What?
1: Yeah. Yeah, he was the... He, what sense does that he started, Like He
0: started digging the grave. You know what? His do-rag. His do-rag. Yeah. His do-rag.
2: He yeah. probably got caught. He probably had on the two tone one, the one yeah. you know. He probably had the the,
1: the cape flying and
2: got yeah, in the
1: fans. Right just scrambled his brain. Mook, if you see this clip, I'm still dying my all day, bro. I don't agree with you. <laughs> nah, man, and Mook, no, man. Like i have been a Mook supporter forever, but nah, no,
0: no, no, no. Not approving that one. I still think you're gonna beat Surf whenever y'all do battle, but. You know.
1: But, alright, so, yeah, I, I mean, okay. Well, it, if we could still spend a little time on the topic, though. You know, we talked about, I sh- I just showed you guys the Chris Rock clip with Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. John, you as a comedian, you, did it, you didn't like that. You didn't like the whole exchange. Nah. And, and you cool. know Chris Rock and Louis C.K. are like two of the top comedians, right? And they
2: write for each other, so they have a friendship. Again, they have an understanding with each other. I'm sure they didn't Notify the other comedians that were sitting there which were other white comedians You can't you know, sometimes people are not going to be receptive of that even though like They know But not everybody knows me as a comedian. I follow C. Louis C.K. to know enough that he's not like that.
1: Yeah,
2: but People that just are seeing him for the first time or if you just stumbling like yo, why Chris Rock let him do that? Because even Chris Rock kind of paused a little bit, like, nigga, why'd you just say that just yeah, now? Like and like, kinda, you kind of you kind of have to play it off, because what you want to check them, like, you know, that's your friend. Like, if you look on most of Chris Rock stuff, I did. I thought Louis C K was black when I first, because wow, he wrote for Chris Rock, and like, I'm yeah, like, it's yeah. no way, because I didn't, that was like so absurd to me that a white community can write for a black comic, mm. but. That that's that was over time, and after I actually was a student of the
1: game, you were like oh okay. Well, that's funny you said that because I didn't realize Dave Chappelle had Neil. And you know this this conversation came up on Power One Hundred Five. Yeah. And um, to me, at the, at this point in time, I said it before. I think Strong Man the God is the best interviewer. I I'm still holding that. At, at this point in time, Charlemagne the God is my favorite interviewer. Okay. He knows how to get, he's a <coughs> new power to to me. He knows how to get what he wants out of you. He had Neil Brennan on, Neil Brennan's a fan. They had this N-word conversation before Mook said it. So Neil Brennan said, well look, where do we draw the line? And then he admitted to, to writing a sketch. He said, I wrote the N-word family sketch for the Chappelle Show sketch, show. Mm-hmm. Which is one of the funniest sketches of all time, in yeah. my opinion. Now think about Neil Brennan writing it. Yeah, but yeah. if that's you see,
2: they were all white though. See, that's the thing. We gotta be offended of the whole, the whole thing. Like, um, man, it's it's just like comedy. It, it's like one of those things again. It's just like you. Like when you're, especially Chappelle in the beginning, he was trying to, offend. like, his whole goal in the first season was trying 30, to get kicked 30, off the air. Yeah, he was trying to get kicked off. <laughs> <That's when> he, <coughs> he did the white, the black, white supremacist. He oh did my the, god, that was
1: hysterical.
2: Clayton, <laughs> <baby. laughs>
1: that's still my favorite sketch to this
2: day. <laughs> I think. But you know what I'm saying? But that's the thing you you're you're, you're addressing that into a, a, a worldwide audience. So now people feel comfortable that they're gonna say it. Yeah. Like, it's so comfortable saying, I'm retained, man. like <laughs> it's you're making them comfortable doing that. So yeah. it's like, if unless you're going to put a disclaimer, like, look, if you white, don't use the word. You're giving people carte blanche. So you can't get mad if they say it. And you can't sit there and be like, oh, I'm going to punch you in your face because you said it. It's like, well, who was the person that was supposed to, you know, kind of educate them about what the word was? And, and you can't use it, too. So it's like a double standard. So, like, we can't sit there and be like, oh, nigga this, nigga that, nigga this. And then expect them not to want to say it because it looks fun. looks like fun. <laughs>
0: so, who, so whose job would it be to kind of, I guess, police stuff like that? Like, is it PR? Is it managers? Is it? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just like social
2: media. They say whatever they want and yeah. no backlash whatsoever. Yeah, that's true. It's like, we was looking at the thing, and people was like, oh, stop giving this Mo... I don't even want to talk about it, but... <laughs> nah, go on, man. It's oh. the Mo... The, the Momo thing. Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah. But then, like, You know what
1: this sick master did? What? He made that his Facebook picture oh, for, gosh. like, two
0: days. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you... No the, mercy. No mercy. When I first seen the picture... I don't know. The picture was just weird. Like it just creeped me out. So what I did was, because I always take like current events and put them as my profile pic on Facebook. Uh So what I did was, I took sunglasses and a hat and photoshopped it on her and then put it in my profile pic. And I felt good about it because I don't have to look at them bulging eyes anymore. Like
2: yeah, people was dying. But and it's like, and it's not like being insensitive to what the thing is doing, but it's just like. You can't help it if people put in like <laughs> stupid stuff cuz me as a comedian like I can find funny in everything. That that that's how I am. But it, it, I'm not going to feel a kind of way like I'm not going to it's not going to change the fact that it was harmful to kids and stuff yeah, like that definitely. but all right, we said it's bad and stuff like that. All right. Now let's make let's turn it into something better. So it's yeah. not something that's going to linger. Because yeah. else it's going to fester.
1: Because, like, we, we, could take anything, be
2: mad. we could take anything and turn it <laughs> into a negative. So, why can't we do the same yeah. in reverse? And, and, and laugh about it because of the fact, like, we would, I was thinking nothing about it, and then all of a sudden, we scroll in and we see a picture that says, Momoisha, And so they just had <laughs> the whole cast of Momoisha. <laughs> I saw that. And, oh, uh, and then, like, Brandy's face got Mo. So, people were tired, like, don't do that to Brandy. Like, what? <laughs> She's a character. <laughs> And it, it made me laugh. And I, I didn't even see the picture. Somebody said it. And I laughed at the name. Because
1: it was mad stupid. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> yeah you know, what my, my son told me too. That he said the Momo story is not all true. It's not? He, he said, if it does come up, it asks you to call her. You have to call her to WhatsApp. Oh. Then it tells you. That's what my son said. He thinks the story is, and my son's 10, he's been through it, so we, you know... Oh, he saw it, uh, uh,
2: came up in this video?
1: Yeah, yeah, but he said it doesn't tell you to do it, doesn't come up and say, go kill so-and-so. He said the video that comes up, is. he says it might come up and say, call me on WhatsApp. So you need a WhatsApp to call, it. and my son's 10, he knows about all this stuff. So I'm like, oh, so, you know, so he's like... The, Which is another thing. I think the media just tries to scare people. Oh, yeah, because they need something to talk about. Something that's going to bring in clicks and headlines and stuff But While while we're still on the race topic, well, can I bring up another race topic? It's not the N-word, though. So, Oscar De La Hoya, (laughs) you see this? No, but uh, anytime Oscar De La Hoya. (laughs) It's 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 not not. fish nest stockings. Okay. Okay. So, Errol Spence just did a great performance. Beat Mikey Garcia in 12 rounds, beat him easy. Mm-hmm. Um, Chalateau Spence, I slept on you. Um, oh. I didn't think it was going to be that easy of a fight. So De La Jolla tweets him, he said, You'll come over to the zone boxing. That's the new um, application, the zone. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. that's UFC D- and boxing, you have to pay 10 a month. Okay. And and They just signed the PBC. No, he didn't even say that. He said, Sorry, I don't like the way you treat black fighters. Oh, wow. And I was like, wow, that's kind of. So I called into our podcast the day off and said, what basis does he have this on? You know, supposedly Golden Boy did send out some racist tweets. I mean, emails. I never even knew about that. But for me, that's a pretty large claim to be. Because if you're telling him, Black Fighter, Bernard Hopkins is his partner, right? And I, I know that doesn't accumulate black fighters, but how many black fighters are there to even manage? You know, so he just invited you. So I, I think that's a pretty large claim on Spencer's part mm-hmm. to, to claim racism on Oscar's part. Well, I mean
2: at the end of the day it's a it's a preference. It's a it's an opinion, which social media allows you to have an opinion. Uh-huh. For whatever reason, we don't know the conversations that they had or dealings that they did that made him have that claim. I mean, it sucks that he did it on social media. But even if he did it behind closed doors, they still would probably try to find it anyway. Yeah, yeah,
1: but but if, um, <coughs> if you, somebody invites you to their camp and you just straight out blame on racism, <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's taking a little too far. He said sorry, though.
2: No, <laughs> I mean, he could have just said, nah, I'm bad.
1: Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. He yeah, just yeah. been like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I think it was, he was like, nah, I that. don't like to treat the way you treat black fighters. And it's just like, whoa, where did that come from, you know? But I mean
2: What are the top black fighters on Golden Boy?
1: Well, I don't think there is a one. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean I'm just asking box, I, that was but, just the question I'm asking. box is a question. Question. Mexican <laughs> Who
2: yeah. anywhere at this point? Well, yeah. I mean, there's some Mexican champ. I mean, um, African American champions, Puerto Rican champions, Cuban champions. So it's. I just feel like. We just gotta just, just live our lives. Like there's so many mixed people. Every <coughs> everybody blended. Soon everybody gonna look like Stephen Curry. <laughs> we all just need to
1: get along. That's the worst George Lopez joke. Is it? Well, he said, everybody keep having sex till we look Filipino. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, Stephen Curry ain't Filipino. I mean, he just...
2: Yeah, you know, okay. we, we, we
1: keep asking, we ask you about your favorite ballad? We never ask you your favorite comedian. <coughs> <coughs> My dad. But he's not a comedian. So your top three... Comedians
2: is uh, Eddie, Martin, and, ooh, top. I like Martin as a second favorite. Eddie. I said, Jerome in the house. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been watching Martin like it's new every day. Um, I don't have a top three, I just have mine. Because Eddie kind of helped me. He, Eddie was the one that got me interested in comedy and that's how I found out everybody else. Gotcha. Because so, I, I have so many favorites for different reasons. Mm. Like Arnest J, I like um, because of his fearlessness. I like Dave Chappelle because he's smart. I like Chris Rock also because he's smart. I like um, Richard Pryor because he was just so vulnerable. He always showed his vulnerability um, and his honesty. Even, um, uh, who, who else? Uh, my mentors, Hamburger and um, Sean Sarvis because they taught me the game. And um, there are a lot of comments that people wouldn't probably know who they are, but they're mm-hmm. very, very funny. And just, just people on the regular like just people, you learn from everybody. Yeah. So I, I, but Eddie was the one that got me into comedy, so he's always gonna be number one. Also. Okay. He can be top three because he played like multiple characters. <laughs>
0: one of my favorite standups of all time is uh, Chris Rock. Never scared. Yeah. And I know that like the back of my hand. Like, that one and
2: Bring the Pain, the first one, the first one he did. Oh, okay. Bring was it pain, Raw? Yeah. Or the, uh, oh, no, Chris Rock. Murphy. Eddie Murphy was Delirious was first, and then the Raw. Oh man, those
1: are so... Uh, yeah, I seen really raw really first, and then in. I saw the lyrics. Yeah, raw had me tearing. you <laughs> talked about the burgers. I'm like, oh shit, how did he know? That? That's so true. Yeah. Like, You're a know, Yo, little
2: kid. <laughs> 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 I'll be making them, them green pepper burgers now. The what? turkey burgers, though. Like oh yeah, the turkey. burgers. Like man, can't, can't eat beef. No, not the paws. Yeah, but beef. Huh? Yeah. Religious reasons? <laughs> no, fat reasons. I okay. can't. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. gotcha <laughs> no gotcha. digest. I
0: gotta try that someday because I gotta knock this weight off. Man. One of these days I'm gonna
1: get around to it. Have you guys been watching?
2: Uh...
0: Yeah, going go that Drake Dennis with that. No. Like, the better, the fat, the good. Oh my god! He, I don't know what. Well, I, I know what he's been doing. He's he's shout out to Dre Dennis, too. He's a monster too. Yeah, yeah. He, he do a lot of car. He was doing a lot of cardio and everything. I think that's really and that's really all I gotta do because I don't really need to build muscle. I just gotta lose all the fat and I'll be good. Man. Whatever muscle I need to build, I wait till I lose the fat to, you know, get up on that part. So, Dre must have opened the gates of the garden and ran in it. Open the gates of
2: the gym. Open the gates of the gym. You guys been watching March Madness at all? Nah. We're watching Smackdown. Oh, actually, (laughs) I've just been watching to see the the NBA draft to see if we're going to get Zion Williamson. That's all I want to know.
1: That's what I was going to talk about. So, I got Duke going all the way. Segway. And Zion, you're teaching, you're doing it. Yeah. Zion Willis is my favorite. I I don't see how he's not the number one draft pick. I think he's going to take him through the tournament, even though they have a lot of close games. And the the, the fun shit I like about the tournament is one game elimination. Yeah. So it's like it's football. Any given, every given day, you could lose like this. But um, this guy Zion is amazing, and um. Uh, me and my team cousins team. were talking about it already. If he, if if he's the number one draft pick, and the Knicks get number one, no, if the Knicks get number one draft, we're buying the tickets right away hmm? to see him at the Garden because you know the tickets going to go up once oh, they get yeah, yeah. Oh, of oh. course, tickets going to go up regardless. They got so, it. my pop says it's way too early to stop. He's like, look, he's good. My father used to be a basketball coach, so he gets mad when you say shit like the next LeBron and stuff. <laughs> but I'm like, yo, this dude is the next big thing, in my opinion. Yeah. Wait, yeah. I you know think what? so. He's he I'm came go on Facebook and I'm gonna type that. I'm gonna be like, Zion Williamson gonna be the next LeBron.
2: <laughs> yeah, and um like the only thing that beat Zion was his shoes. Yeah. His shoes nice. exploded. He, he had it twisted his ankle and then ended up coming back and shooting three-pointers, so he need to bust the other shoe up. But is he the next big 10? I mean, I think so. I think, but you know, it's hard to tell, because one injury is going to mess up the whole thing. Because if your your whole thing is athleticism, you know, you got to develop. I mean, he has good footwork and stuff like that. Once you get older, you got to have another another thing to your game. You don't want to go out like Larry Johnson. <laughs> grandma,
1: mom, grandma, mom. <laughs> that's some crazy. That Yo, you something. know I used to do the grandma, mom shot when I was a kid. Cause I okay. used to go in. It goes in from the free throw line. <laughs> what the? um the Yeah, you track. gotta go like this. You know what's what? me that shot actually works. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Rick here. Barry that does it for
0: years.
2: Rick Barry was the one he he used
0: to do that in NBA games. <laughs> My jump shot is terrible. I'm good on defense, blocking, stealing,
2: all that, but shooting, nah, I'm good. I'm good as long as I get VC. <laughs> I'm
1: good. I'm good. I'm good on the bench for you. I can warm that shit up like a <laughs> motherfucker. You get niggas to get and all that. No, I can warm it up like why time. So <laughs> 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 you <know>, I got some warm get I can warm get ready. warm the bench up. so oh, like said, they huh? can sit down and be like, damn, you did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is warm. <laughs> Crazy man. Like I play guard.
2: What you guard? Know? I guarded the water cooler. <laughs> Nobody touched this till they
0: get off. Oh man. <laughs> but, um, it was good having you, Fudge. Thank you, um, man. I appreciate it. If there's any place the fans and everything can reach you, shout out to, like, social media. Um, also, fill us in on what projects you
2: got that might be coming up that people, you know, make, <coughs> make to of. Um, well, I'm working on a, a comedy special right now um, called the Christian Crossover. Alright, my bad. Alright. Um, so, yeah, I'm working on a, uh, a project called um, the Christian crossover, um, which pretty much tells my my life story and how I got to this point. Um, also, um, like you can catch me on demand on Crashing, um, season three, episodes five and seven. If you want to skip, but <laughs> I encourage you to watch the whole thing. Um, have some some things in the works that I can't speak about yet. But um, things is going well for you, boy. Um, also follow, um, just follow me on social media, Fudge A comedian, and I'm on social media. And all social media platforms, Twitter as well, and um, trying to get back on Twitter, try to talk some stuff because like I'm okay. noticing that I got an opinion. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I mean, um, yeah. you know what? One thing I wanted to jump into
0: because um, I feel like for people who jump into certain professions, as people you know like you who you know you do comedy, I'm pretty sure you're earning a living off of it. Mm-hmm. I want people to kind of get to know what the grind is like before they can really start earning, Because, you know, one of the main things nowadays is that, you know, you can go out and get it on your own. Yeah. You can go out and get it on your own. You can build your own fan base and everything, but it doesn't just come overnight. No. So, one of the things I would want to ask you is, okay, how long was it, like from the time you really first stepped into comedy? Until your first paycheck for whatever comedy related. Um, How long
2: was that? Um, believe it or not, I got paid quickly in okay. the beginning. I had success very early. Okay. Because it was things called uh, McDonald's Gospel Fest, which they have it every year around Mother's Day okay. or Father's Day, and um and like I was actually exposed to big audiences. Like I got to perform in my first couple years in comedy. Uh, the Hammerstein Ballroom, Madison Square Garden, the Prudential Center. Wow! That early? <laughs> that early.
1: Sheesh. In front of a packed one too. So you're, talking, like, you're not talking about the big garden, the small room
2: in the, 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 the. theater garden, but I mean it's not like it's not. That's not small. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying compared to a club. So, I I got used to and exposed to big audiences, and especially in churches. You're there's a lot of people that go to church. Okay. So, those audiences were always big, and they also paid a lot. Um, over time I had to kind of work backwards because the clubs don't pay as much especially mm. when you're getting oh, to, okay. get to know you You know unless yeah. you're a superstar. Or even then you're just really going there to just work out material until you get the big stuff. Okay. okay. So I kind of had to work backwards in that regard. So there was I, I got a lot of success early on and I, I had a walk because it was like alright I only can go this far I'm, I'm in a box. Mm-hmm. There's still more that I want to do, but I don't know where I want to go because I can't come out of my normal way of doing things because I'ma lose this. So okay. it's a sense of comfort, comfort. And and it, every every comic goes through this. They get into a place where <clears throat> they're comfortable. They know this set jokes work. They don't write. They get lazy. You know I'ma just get this because this is gonna pay me a certain amount, and I know I'ma get it, so I'ma just keep doing this. Okay. I'm, I'm cool. I'm not gonna push myself. You know, even if people are going further, I'm gonna be mad at them. But I'm gonna just stay in my own spot because I'm scared to go. <laughs> yeah, You yeah. know, and it wasn't until almost recently when I had to step away from comedy and get my personal life in order that I realized that this is something I'm always gonna have because I was like funny everywhere. It was to the point where was like, why are you here? Like, if somebody, if you are working at a job and your boss goes, why are you here? <laughs> you gonna be like, why am I here? So that's when I actually took the. You know, I was like, you know what, I'm going to really do this. And if I, I'm going to try my best, I'm going to take any risk that I need to take. Okay. And if I fall on my face, at least I did it. And, and so now I feel like now I'm starting to reap the benefits of not being fearful, being confident, and just doing me. And so now I'm starting to get that success. All well, right. So are you. And so it, it, it all depends on, uh, to answer your question. Yeah. I say this. It's based off experience. You get the money based off experience, and experience is however long it takes you to get it right. Okay. Mm. So if you get it right off the bat, which some people do, Eddie Murphy, he's, he's, he's I want to be a comedian. I started doing comedy. Got SNL. Got a movie. Got that. He blew up. It happens that it way. Happens like that. Yeah. It happens like that. Yeah. Because he was confident, he knew he wanted to be early on. There's some people like
1: me, that's like, I don't know if I want to do this. Yeah, okay. Or okay. I, maybe I want to do this, I want to do
2: sketch comedy, I want to do this, or I don't know.
1: Or you know what I think I, to, I was sometimes like, like even I know, I know with the money I wasn't making, it wasn't comparing nothing to yours, but when I started at a rap arena and I started getting all these views and then the monetary views and I'm like... Damn, I really didn't even have to struggle for this shit. Yeah. Like, you almost feel guilty. Yeah, it's like a everybody else is struggling, you know what I mean? And that's what yeah, and right? that's what the, the the conflict
2: was on crashing that episode, the same episode that
1: I was on. He was feeling guilty because it He was in
2: struggle, that's right, yeah. Because it was it was easy to him. Because it wasn't that it wasn't challenging, but it just he felt wrong It felt like he wasn't working or he felt like he was just comfortable okay so and, and um not to just get the story away it's actually really good and and, and I'm, i wish that it got picked up for fourth season but unfortunately they ended it on well, the but they third. said
1: they're making a movie so maybe you can make a <laughs> we'll see <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know
2: but um but even though it's still something that's etched in history and something that i can show uh-huh. my kids and, yeah you know and that's something that um i always will remember and it helped me grow as a comedian and um And so, like I said, the success is as long as you have the confidence in what you're doing and you're honest with yourself. Yeah. Because a lot of people will just be getting up there or they you see in battle rap. Like, you know you ain't supposed to be doing this. (laughs) Like, like, come on. Like, for real. Listen, I run
0: a smaller league where we kind of have to weed out the people to help get them to bigger platforms. So, we deal with all that. Like, Smack, ARP. Organic. Uh, they don't really deal with the guys seasoned. coming in. Yeah. They're They're yeah, by the time you get there, you already got it. But we gotta filter out the people who, you know, are you gonna take battle rap serious or not? You know, yeah. people who don't show up
1: and you know stuff like that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, man. And yeah. even then, I was there live for a lot of the I don't think they ever put that out. They were disappointed in that battle the way it came out. Hey, it happened. Man. And then that's what season names already. Yeah. And, and,
2: yeah. and, that's, and that's the thing. And sometimes those people don't know how to hang it up and try other things. Okay. So at, at this point, you're pretty much making a living off of your talent. Yeah. Okay. And, um, okay. and I also do other things too as well um, just to help other people with their talents as well. One of my gifts, I feel, is to see other um, gifts in other people. Um, which was a gift and a curse sometimes because I put more energy in other people. Yeah. And that was another reason why now I'm starting to get the reap the benefits of, you know, really focusing on myself, but <coughs> helping other people is my my thing too and that 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 doesn't happen a lot. And a lot of people get surprised like, "Oh, Yo, you actually sat down to talk to me?" Like, "Yeah, I I'm, I just was here." Like, "Yeah, yeah." <coughs> you know, so I'm going to
0: go get some robotizing, though, for <laughs> real. Yeah, you're going to need it. i <laughs> so, okay. through this joint, but I got it. I got to leave. Yeah,
1: you definitely yeah. need it. And we appreciate you, you know, coming yeah. through and chopping well, up. no, no. no. Well, uh, can you take us out of here? Oh, no, can okay. we we'll get a drop from you in the Omo voice? Okay. You are now watching No Mercy TV. Okay. You are now watching No Mercy TV, Omo um, <laughs> voice. Okay.
2: You are now watching. <laughs> 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 that tickles.
0: <laughs> Yo, the Mercy TV podcast. Shout out to Fudge. We just had him dope interview. Hysterical. Man. Got got to talk about a lot of things. Get into his career. Uh, talk about the business of comedy a little bit. He did a couple impressions for us. That was funny.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? His so, coffin um, started acting up a little.
0: Bit yeah, yeah. Like the...
1: Part in that. You know what I'm saying? Like he. Not
0: doing too well, you know. A little cold, I know. So, um, wanted to touch on a couple topics, man. Um, Kodak Black, yeah, Yo. and Young M.A. <laughs> I, I
1: think Kodak Black is the best show ever. Bro.
0: <laughs> First of all, that is like the weirdest combination of people, like Kodak Black and Young M.A. It's a weird combo. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, um. Uh, how did this start? He said on a song that he was smashed.
1: Yeah. And she got mad about it? And I think she got mad. And then he said, she acted like she don't have a pussy Pussy penetrated. Right. <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs>
0: Listen, she's a female. No matter if you think she's a dyke or, she, or she's a lesbian, whatever the case is. She's a female. And as a male, he is allowed to be attracted to her. I agree. I I I understand the whole she's a tomboy thing, but I've seen cute tomboys before.
1: Bro, I you know what's funny? I and I'm I'm gonna say this because I think I I don't even speak to shorty no more. But I had I had beat a tomboy lesbian. We met at work. I ain't gonna say what job, but (laughs) we met at work. But she was. I I ain't gonna say she was young mom status. That's a little much, cause you see young Ma, you're like, this is a hugging dude. But she was like the button down shirt, like. The, the thing, she,
2: you, she
1: was the she was the dude in the relationship, like if the if, <laughs> she, she's the AG. Yeah, you know, the aggressive. So, and then you know one day we were in my crib, and I told her before I thought, I, I thought she was cute. I think tomboys are cute anyway. I'm like, I'm like I, I told you, and then and one day we're like just chilling. She's like, oh, you think you could have a smash without telling anybody? Now I'm telling everybody. Nah, but I'm not putting the word out there, though. I was like, yeah. And then she started coming out to me. That shit was crazy. So, boom. So I smashed. This is the thing, man. If you smash, she's not a lesbian. Fuck that. But she but she still has, to this day, she's still going out with a girlfriend. She considers herself going out with a girl. But I, I, she would, yeah, she was the aggressor. But, I mean, she was a little more female than young Ma.
0: <laughs> Here's my thing. You
1: smashed. She, yeah. She
0: obviously had a wet vagina. Yeah. And let you smash. Yeah. That means she was attracted to and you. And she had. Which means she's attracted to males. So,
1: in that. She's bisexual. You, say, you yeah right. we, let's okay. say that but she not know. she not a lesbian but for what I mean in her relationship she wasn't the girl was the like this is the only girl she been with kind okay. of deal so now Young Ma's a little OD so I know, yeah. he's, I know he's trolling cause I didn't even know really know who the Young Ma was and she was like Look, I'm a female I know I'm a female I'm like holy shit you are it's a scary to me. I mean, so, to, to me, she's not. Uh,
0: to and I'm saying, you know, my personal opinion, really, she's not attractive. Oh, I thought you was. But like, really, you know, yeah. as her be, she like. Let me put it this way: she's not up there as far as being attractive, but she does have like a certain swag and everything about her that I could possibly see
1: a nigga like Kodak gravitating towards. Her. She reminds me like Snoop from The Wire. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, so like in that so. manner, yeah. Uh, yeah. I but you know, we we all know that Kodak is just doing this just to troll. He's not. Really you know what? I would have to hit a song and hit a bar
0: because you know, yo, he might be serious. He might really want to smash. But um, when I seen her response video, I don't even think she was really on some like coming at Kodak with what she was saying. She was like, yo, y'all niggas are weird. I think she's talking about. The fans that was like feeding into it and yeah. making it a thing, like niggas jumping. Well, because stuff. it's funny, <laughs> but How can the, you know, not laugh, though? Now it, it, it could be funny, but at the same time, to make it a thing, like for it to be on headlines and blogs and stuff like that, like yo, dude, say they want to smash chicks all day. Yeah, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like I don't think that's really. I think it's being in further than
1: what it needs to be. Yeah, I, I um. Yeah, but I'm still giving Kodak his pro his troll credit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, he
0: he got a reaction and it worked, so you know that's definitely um, a thumbs up for him. And he has a point. He said,
1: "Pussy doesn't penetrate." <laughs> you know, like, I, you know, like I said, I think Young Ma is like, I think he chose her because she's the most, because she was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a girl. I realize." <laughs> <laughs> like, she's the one, like, there's other, like, lesbians that, that you could have done it to that, that are more, like, that you'd be more attracted to than Young Ma. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, I think he did it because of that. But I don't know, man. I like I find shit like this funny, bro. It, it's the same reason why I was a Takashi fan. Just keep me entertained mm-hmm. for the most part. Speaking of Takashi, they calling him an industry player. Nah, no way. He, he know. Have, he's he not. He not. But and if he's a plant, this is the best job since Donnie Brasco. <laughs> like this dude you're telling me this dude, twenty one year old, ignorant, he has a pedo, not a pedophile charge on the which I still agree with him of the girl lied to him. And the age difference was crazy, but how can people just not see that he's a kid that got in over his head and got the deal at this point? Yeah, that's all it is. Like the industry plant shit is
0: like he made a decision to be a snitch, and he's snitching. I don't, I don't get the whole plant theory. That like because they saying being that he brought down such a powerful because. The, city, he, the non-trade was a, a, a nice little movement as far as the New York City streets go. been around for a minute, so
1: for him to finally... You so know. this 20-year-old kid from the Bronx who chills with DJ Academic, mm-hmm. who gets 6'9'' tattooed all over his body... From Brooklyn, actually. From Brooklyn, I'm sorry. Gets 6'9'' tattooed all over his body, on his face, is all of a sudden this undercover agent <laughs> that we're going to send you to meet with me, Shoddy. The reason why Shotty took him under his wing is because he was like, this This kid is from the hood. Like, isn't Yeah. That, that ain't no industry plant shit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I have seen, like,
0: when 6 ix 1st blew up, you was able to kind of type his name in YouTube and backtrack and see his older videos. Mm-hmm. Like, his hair color was different. He didn't have as many tattoos. So, you could tell he changed his image to fit yeah. what's going on there. Mm-hmm. He's not no industry plant. Like, first of all, a little broke kid like that from Brooklyn, like, how do you become an industry? That's fan? what I'm saying. Like, would Illuminati <laughs> just come and, like, find you or
1: something? Like, <laughs> you know, just stupid little stuff like that. That's my whole point. He's a plant. This has to be, uh, like, like. all are trolling with that like stupid Like, these comment. conspiracy theories that you, these conspiracy theories that you guys have, it, you like know. Like, so, some
0: conspiracy theories are cool and they actually make sense. Some of them are downright stupid. And have no logic
1: to them. I would have believed more if somebody had told me back in the day, Fifty was an industry plant, because Fifty had made this name for himself a little bit, getting shot not. I'm not saying it would have been true, but I would have held that to more belief than Takashi. I wouldn't have either
0: one of them to believe. Yeah. I don't even. I, and to be honest, I don't believe in the whole industry
1: plant thing anyway. Yeah. That's true. Like, you know, these people were actually out making music, you know? Even though, man, I, I was watching this, like, show on um, Pac and, and Biggie, and, like, there, there's a whole nother conspiracy theory that, like, it was feds that became friends with Pac in the inside that were telling him all this intake on Biggie doing it because they wanted him to go outside and fuck up again. Possibly. I can see that. That 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 conspiracy theory, I'll believe more than Takashi. <laughs> but this is the thing, Pop was set up on all angles.
0: <laughs> like yeah. that, that's one thing that you know. Like he he definitely was set up. Um, but I just like people gotta understand with with the whole industry plant thing. Look, people make their music, they do their art, they get the attention of labels. Mm-hmm. You know, they actually the thing is, y'all don't see the grind. Y'all don't see them getting up, going to showcases yeah, yeah. And, and network uh, like networking showcases and things like that where well, you can meet people that's of importance. Like, you could be walking down the block and somebody who's a, a billionaire in the industry could be driving right by you and you won't know it. You know, like, these events go on all around the world now. You know, so it's always people that's out there looking for the next big act, looking for the next talent. But you're not going to see it because, you know, you in your home, you got another life and, you know, you're just not experiencing the lifestyle. But these guys actually have to be out there grinding. You know, and when they finally get their deal, they get their $2 million, they get their house, they advance, they cars and everything. The label has to make that back. So for the label to make their money back, they have to put their resources to use to put them all over radio, all over YouTube. And they have to force feed them to you. Or the rest of the fans out there, so they can buy into this product, and the label can make their money back.
1: Facts. It's really that support. And, and this dude shoddy was looking for artists. It's not like he was looking for artists. It weren't looking for artists. So it's not like they're like, oh, you got to meet him at this day. I, 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 like I said, I just think y'all yeah, overreaching with that one. <laughs> Conspiracy really? theory. Um.
0: And what else were we gonna touch on? Something Yo, else. what I wanted to talk about,
1: I don't know if you've been paying attention to this, J. Prince. I was just going to I swear to God, I just thought in my mind, uh, I, I don't know the story, so what happened with the chain? Alright, so pretty much... Because um, all I saw was J. Prince got the chain back on Twitter, so... Um, A dude named YBN, I don't know, YBN,
0: NBA, I don't know, all these acronyms but um one of them guys oh ybn almighty j he pretty much was in the bronx walking around with his jewelry no security he got robbed beat up i think they cut him stuff like that they stole his chain okay and um one of the dudes that they say was involved allegedly had the chain in his music video not only that they recorded the robbery Wow, and, and getting beat up. So Jay Prince goes to Instagram, he posts the robbery and is tagging different artists and people from the Bronx. Like he tagged Cardi B, he tagged French Montana, he tagged My Son. he tagged Hocus Four Fifth. Now you may not be familiar with Hocus Four Fifth, but the reason I didn't respect what Jay Prince posted was because listen, man, you're OG. You've been around here for years, like. I'm a dude, I'm 30 years old, I've been followed you from, you know, the Rap-A-Lot days, the early days with Scarface and, you know, everybody from Texas that was down there rocking with him. So, you are OG, you call them shots down there and everything like that. When you get on Instagram and you post a video of a robbery, you know, you tag someone like Hocus for a Fifth. Hocus for a Fifth, um, let's just say if you Google sex money murder. You'll find out a lot about what well, this guy was around. Okay. Um. Even he said in his Instagram post, th- in the police station, they have him at the top of a pyramid on the blackboard. If you watch Law and Order or any police movies, you know what. Yeah. I got you know you. The, the tree of the people, people yeah. to bring down. He's uh, at the top. Okay. Somebody like that. You don't post a video of a robbery and tag him in the post. Mm. Because you bring unwanted attention to him. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. that was the reason me personally, I didn't respect the post. You know, I don't think um but I it was underst- friends who did it. Yeah. Who said and, and, and I understand he was trying to get a point across, but you do it privately. Yeah. something like that. You know, you don't bring unwanted police attention to people who are like already a target for the police. Yeah, yeah. You understand what you the type of when you yeah, when, you're, when you're but his it. point of of tagging them was to threaten them or. No, but to to say because it was people from the Bronx that robbed this dude, so he wants the OGs from the Bronx to be aware of what's going on to try to help the situation. Oh. Uh, but they said I'm the saying? but they said the chain made it back. No, yeah, it's okay. that today. You know, the chain got back. But it's still, you know, you could have handled it in private. You know, the Instagram has a DM feature. The same way you was able to tag these people, you could have searched their names, went to their pages, and DM them. Yo, I need situation. I, this is the situation going on. I would uh, like your assistance. Uh, okay, okay. I
1: got what you're saying. I got what you're saying. He basically set out the hit list right there. Yeah. Yo, these people, you take care of this. Yeah, gotcha. but you
0: you don't do that on, you know, public forum like Instagram. You DM these people, you do what the OG do, make phone calls. You know, when you post stuff publicly on social media, that's not how OGs operate. Yeah. Had it not been for social media, you would have had to pick up your phone and make phone calls. So don't take social media and... Bring stuff like that to the forefront you know now it's good that he accomplished his mission which was you know getting the chain back because we don't want to see nobody get robbed you know robbing people is wrong you understand especially I don't know what might have provoked it like people were saying like the almighty dude got a dude named uh skinny from the nine they say he got him robbed or whatever the case may be but you know the joint got to stop somewhere. You feel what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's good that they did get the chain back. But, you know, at the same time, it just could have been handled better. You understand? Yeah, yeah. So that—that that is just, you know, my take on that. Salute to Jay Prince. Salute to, you know, Hocus for fifth. Mike's on it. You know, everybody that was involved. But stuff like that, when it's time to get handled, keep that shit in the DMs and on the phone. Lines. <coughs> Don't bring that shit to
1: forefront of Instagram. I interviewed Prince before. <coughs> but that's a wrap jay prince mm-hmm oh, i gotta find the clip i'll show you wow I, I used to um do booking for a rap show on the ground boxing okay so i gotta find it on Block talk so i didn't even realize what my boy was like yo jay prince man this is the street legend i'm like yeah did y'all do jay prince or jay prince jr Does no jay prince jay prince oh jay wow. prince i i i'll find the episode for you Actually, I think the same episode we got Roger Mayweather. Wow, okay. Uh, But I only got the audio. Okay. If I find it, I'll show it to you. So, whatever was, I I don't know, I had a skill with getting guests back in the day, were on Google and stuff. So, Jay Prince was involved in boxing. Yeah, yeah. So, I went through him the boxing route. I didn't, you know, so, I forgot what I checked out boxing, but I was like, Looking this box up, boxing up, and stuff. So I found his number. Wow. all him up, him. I And at the time, I wasn't even doing Battle Rap Arena yet, but I was talking to Lush for Grind Time. Okay. And I even had J Prince interested in coming to a Grind Time event. I was going to put them in connection with each other. Wow. But that fell through. Yeah, bro, that would have been huge. That would have been huge. I'm telling you, yeah. It was, it's on the ground boxing. Roger Mayweather and Jay Prince episode. Okay. Let me see if okay. I can even Google that shit right now. See if it's even,
0: Yeah, but nah. Jay 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 Prince is a legend. You know, he he definitely put in his work. You know, he is street legend. Um, I know he got a book that I really um I plan on getting the book and you know reading it, and you know saying what's up. But you know stuff like that, I feel like OGS. Oh, you know, us old cats, we got to keep certain stuff like that on
1: social media. I heard like the top. Three or four Cause I think Diddy's in the category too That should be feared though Okay Shaga Um not Shaga Shug, Shug Knight Well anybody with millions of dollars Should be feared Jay Prince Yeah you're right But I'm saying These are the like Ones that they're like That I wanted to interview And they're like You gotta act a trick. Listen y'all niggas with millions of dollars I don't want no beef Because y'all Y'all be sending people
0: Like I, I don't I don't want no part of that You little dirty niggas Who be talking crazy And y'all don't got no money I'll beat one of y'all up Y'all, y'all, you good fodder for me, but I don't want to beef with no millionaires. Yeah, for
1: real. <laughs> for real. Yeah. And um, uh, and um, trick trick. Yeah, yeah. They're like those. That's <laughs> the
0: thing, trick trick trick. I don't even think trick trick is rich. He just got that pull in the street. Like, yeah, yo, that's a person I would love to interview. Trick Trick?
1: Hell yeah. Yeah man. Yo, Trick Trick, what up, bro? Come I, trick, I, man. you
0: know I, I actually used to um I like the joint he had with him.
1: I love that joint. Well, that
0: that's like that oh, I, All my gangsters
1: and you know, all my the... I don't know much more of his music than that, but that is one of my favorite records That shit is and then and then Adam's even getting from shit looking little fish, you gotta go, my boy Trick. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So, you know. But I um, heard Trick Trick got that pool though. Yeah, yeah. Like a, he he didn't got into it with a whole bunch of different people. When I went on the URL stage, I'm like, I'm like why didn't they stop um, Trick Trick from going up to the stage? They're like, you don't stop Trick Trick. You <laughs> wasn't there, wasn't you? Nah, oh, I man. didn't follow st- But when I saw the footage, I was asking like URL people. I'm like, yeah, why didn't Smack Stop? They're like, you don't stop Trick Trick from going, bro. <laughs> Yo, that's funny. They're like That's you. You
0: don't. You don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You leave chick alone, man. Leave that guy alone. First of all, he already looked like he's like an ex-football player, he will probably whoop your ass himself. For but real. the fact that he he got pulled like that as well. Oh, nah. That's a person you leave alone. You know. So um, those are just some random topics we wanted to touch on. Um, ain't really nothing else. You um, know. So we got a lot of content. We're gonna move. you still my boy.
2: <laughs>
0: Listen, man. Mook got Mook to gotta fix that somehow. He said some bullshit. So, you know what I mean? Um, it, it, I don't stop being a fan of people's talent when they do shit like that. Facts. But it's just like, that particular thing, Mook, nah. That wasn't cool, man. That wasn't cool. You feel me? But
1: as my personal opinion, other people might think differently. Whatever. You feel me? So, um, yeah. Shout out to my boy Fudge. He had me in tears today, bro. Word, word. Shout out to him. Um... He, he'll be good if he was in the battle rap world He'll be great interviewing people on the field. I think like, you think so yeah, okay, okay That that might be a dope
0: idea see if we can get him you know Intertwined with that somehow, but yeah No Mercy Jesse Regan follow me on Twitter at No Mercy Harlem follow him at Jesse Reacon one I'll be forgetting to put the one sometimes, but if you type in Jesse Regan he gonna come up so. Only Jesse Rican, that matters. Anybody else who got the name Jesse Rican Punk, do not follow them. Follow Jesse Rican 1. And that's it. We got an emergency TV podcast.